can run on. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. That's right. Welcome back, y'all. Monday. Guess, who, guess who's back in the house? The Captain Joey Savage. You know, we didn't even mention you were missing. Corey DLG here. And as always. Nico DLG. I know. As I'm watching the episode, I'm like. <laughs> we did, we, we just, nothing happened. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I wasn't even here. Right. We handled it quietly and internally. Your suspension is over. <laughs> You're more than welcome over. back. Um, I spent a week in Mexico. Uh, it was great. Real quick, we're on 104.5, 106.1. We're already sidetracking ourselves this week. Uh, yeah, we're having a great time. Uh, yeah, 104.5, 106.1. Condros <laughs> FM, worldwide at? IRLoneStar.com. Um, and then go check us out, NerdThugRadio.com. Uh, Facebook.com backslash NerdThugRadio. All the past shows are there. Pictures. All sorts of great stuff. Lots of pictures. Incriminating ones. So when you take a week off from the show, because I've done it three times now. See, I, I have not. You have not. Congratulations. I'm the workhorse. Yeah. I'm, I'm the, the only, starter. The only one. That's right. That's right. Uh, all three have been for family vacations, so I'm not upset about that. Listen, just because I don't legally claim my children doesn't mean I don't have a family. But in the back of your mind, back of my mind, I'm thinking to myself, man, like, is this show going to sound better without me? Like, <laughs> you know, like, are they going to replace me? Is this... Is this yeah. the time they realize I'm totally full? I always worry that. I always worry, like, I'm about to be exposed. Well, like, anytime, yeah. And anytime, like, even in work, when you take, like, a week vacation. Or you come, you, yeah. And you're like, man, what's going to happen when I come back? Oh, my gosh. Like, you want there to be a bunch of stuff where, like, hey, you know, we really could have used you on this. But then you don't want there to be too much of that because then you realize you're the only one. There. Right. Like, when I came back from work, the first thing I said, hey, because every time anybody else takes a week off of work, there's always problems of theirs that I end up having to fix. Right. And so I was like, hey, were there any issues with any of my stuff? Like, oh, no, your stuff went great. Like, that's because I'm a great person, great salesman. Because <laughs> I, I was like, well, it. then how was it? No, they were like, it was terrible. <laughs> so I was like, that makes me feel better. But there you go. This there you show, go. you know, to, to Angry Zach's credit, he um, he's very enjoyable to listen to. He is. He I, was, is. I was very upset that it was all Bruce Banner and no Hulk this time. <laughs> there was no blow-ups, and I was really upset. Um, but it's quite enjoyable listening to the DLG and, and Zach. Um that's banter like, back and forth. That's like 25 years of practice there. And, uh, <laughs> I mean, we've got 33. That's true. That's um, true. And then I just think to myself, well, thank God Zach can't commit full time, so I'm good to go. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, it was so weird because, I mean, DLG, me and you, we, we, we've got jokes for days. True, I mean, true. We just play off one another so so well, and it's always, it's like high tempo. Yeah. Uh, but when, when Zach was on, this week when Zach was on the show, it was very, he was very like calm and relaxed. And he I was kept, like, I kept it low key. He was like the easy listening part of the show, which is very <laughs> awkward for him. <laughs> um, but no, y'all, you guys did a great jo- show last week. Uh, it was very enjoyable. If you haven't listened to it yet, go, go to YouTube. That's, that's the best way I think you can watch yeah, it. Yeah, you can, you can literally see us. And it's act broken like down. In, now. It's broken down in segments. So you can get like 12 minutes in at a time. Um, it's, it's pretty good stuff. Which means right around when your boss is walking right back by yeah, the cube. Yeah, you can, you can, get, yeah, out you can get out real quick. Get out real quick. Get out real quick. But other than that, anything else interesting happened to, to you fellas while I was enjoying myself in Mexico? Nico, I, got, Nico's I got my part. driver's license. Oh, oh. yeah. <laughs> I was going to give your other announcement. So uh, Hold on. So Nico's been driving illegally now for about six months. Yep, he filled yep. his last mm-hmm. driving test, and yep. he, he finally passed. So he's good to go. We'll call this tape Exhibit A in his driving <laughs> right. trial. Uh, what else? You said you had some other news for Yeah, Nico. Nico's uh, pregnant. All right, yeah, Nico. Yeah. Little junior action there, our yeah. old Schwarzenegger style. He's he's about eight weeks. That's nice. Um, I no, think that's just right. from all the cheese. He's a lot of cheese? Yeah. Do you think he's just backed up? A lot of fajitas, right? Yeah, definitely. A lot of fajitas. There it is. <laughs> there it is. It's my favorite saying of his. Fajitas? When he talks Spanish. Fajitas? When he talks Spanish to you? Yeah. So I spent some time in Mexico uh, tearing the wall down. It was pretty pretty yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah. 
And you think you know Spanish. So did you try and speak Spanish in Mexico? Uh, I, I spoke a little bit. So we were in Cancun, and they, they spoke, like, perfect English. Right. Everything's beautiful there. Yeah. And then we went to uh, Progreso, which is on the Yucatan Peninsula. Which is a little Which is a little, uh, it's more like downtown Houston. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, they, they didn't speak. Yeah. It was like the Spanish ghetto. In um, ghetto. Um, so, uh, yeah, I spoke a little Spanish, just uh, not, not much, because some of them do speak English. Now, I was with, when we were in Progreso, it was uh, me and Willie Savage and my mother-in-law. The three of us were walking around. I wanted William to see, like, what... Other countries, look other like. countries look yeah. like because in Cozumel we we're straight to the beach. Right um, now, had it just been me and Little Willie, I probably would have spoke a lot more Spanish because we would have hung out a lot more. <laughs> we would have got into some trouble down there. <laughs> I mean, they were asking him if he wanted forties. Kids like five. Like, this is great. <laughs> like, this, this is where I want to be. We, we stepped up to this bar because like when you're in Mexico, I, I wanted a Mexican beer. Yeah, like, yeah, legit Mexican beer. Right, and uh, he was going to get a legit Mexican Coke. If you've never drinking a Mexican Coke. It's all First of sugar, all, are bro. you sure you're even from Conroe, Texas? Right. Um, Check it. But third of all, those things are amazing. So we sit at the bar. I'm like, give me the Corona uh, Especial, which is like their, their special, big 32-ounce bottle. And the guy was like, what does little man want, dos equis? And he literally like, pulled one out and like, sit it up there. It's like, no, 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 just give him a Coke. It's his off day. <laughs> so it, it, was, it was fun. Well, Willie's the designated driver anyway most of the time. Right, so, right. I mean, he can't drink. Yeah, he can. He's, He's got to steer the cruise ship. He's got to. Uh, what else? You guys, anything else happened? DLG with you um, over the last week? Um, our listeners should know about. Did you get that thing checked out? Uh, yeah, it turns out, um, I mean, it is, it's infected. Oh, but, um, but, you know, oh, I, oh, geez. I, had to, oh, I had to make phone calls. I had to let a lot of people know. Um, but uh, none of them are ever going to speak to me again. Oh, so, well, hey. Yeah. Hey, that's Good a work. win for you, right? Yeah, yeah. It that's... turns out about half of them gave me a fake number. So that ups my one night stands, and not my relationships. See, it's and, all a balance. Uh, and that, ladies and balance. gentlemen, is an alternate fact. <laughs> <laughs> alternative facts. Boom. Alternative facts. Boom. Yeah, I. You know what? I mean, she said it, so it happens. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great stuff. Like, there's TV. Like, I went on a cruise, right? Yeah. So there's there's a TV in there, and most of it's like cruise related. I was about to say you don't probably don't get like a lot of. I mean, they have a satellite, I imagine. Right, but, right, right. Um, like, who's watching CNN on a cruise? Well, they've got two, they've got two channels that literally play. Like, one channel plays an adult movie, and the other channel plays like a kid movie. Like how adult? on repeat, just like an adult type movie. Oh, not like, not the triple X style. Okay, just, you said adult movies that it's like a cruise, a grown up type movie. Okay, so like Hitch. Yeah. Sort of, I guess. <laughs> he uh, wanted to bring back so we Big had, Will. <laughs> yeah, so we had that. But then they had, like, this cartoon channel that literally only played Powerpuff Girls, Teen Titans Go, and Scooby-Doo, like, on solid repeat. Give me, like, give me, like, the awesome. regular, give me, like, regular cartoon network. Right, yeah. That's it, was, it was awesome. <laughs> did, did they not go to Adult Swim at 9 o'clock? No, they happened? didn't. It was great. Nice. Man, Bob's Burger can't get a play? No, not on the show. It's like Disney that advertises itself, like, come visit the parks while you're sitting in the hotel. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, I wasn't planning on doing that, but yeah. man, this ad really sold me. Like, uh, I paid $1,000 to stay at this hotel in the theme park. I guess I'll go to the park. Yeah. The cruise ship does the same thing. Like, channels one through eight are cruise-related. <laughs> well, the thing is that, but that's more interesting because, you you know, you're not going to actually it? explore everything. So they're like, hey, I, this is some stuff you can do. Did you do everything on the boat? Just about. Only thing that I didn't do is I didn't go to the casino. Right. Which... I mean, for the listeners out there that know the Joey Savage. You're a gambler. I'm a gambler. I spent a lot of time making money just gambling. Um, but right. I'm weary of the, the casino there because I'm not quite sure who commissions it. Like, who's like, in charge of like it? Who's the organizer? 
Right. Like, you know, every state has their gaming commission, which they have to uphold to. Who does that in international you know, waters? You know, when you and I talked, I really thought I was going to Google that after I hung up the phone. And you didn't? I didn't. Yeah. There's a lot of times that happens to me. Yeah. I'm like, you know what? I, I'm kind of curious about that myself, but I didn't look it up either. Like, I when know. I go to sleep at night on Mondays, I'm like, you know what? Tomorrow, I'm going to look this, this, and this up. And by <laughs> Thursday, I'm like, oh, crap. I was going to look that up. <laughs> Never did. And then I look it up on Thursday. So It, works. it gets oh. done eventually. Yeah. Eventually, it gets done. It's like it's like eating chocolate-covered grasshoppers. Oh, Allie Savage has done that. Eventually, we all will. Yeah, and that's an alternative fact. Right. <laughs> we could have so much fun with she that. She said that. Like, I don't know what else to say about it. She said it. I don't know. Yeah, it's, it was great. I, I missed it. I missed the live reading. Of I, it. I mean, I saw it live. I didn't see it live. I saw I saw, I saw saw them airing it the next day, and they aired right. about two minutes of the interview. And, um, you know, everyone has their own political beliefs, and that's fine. right. Everyone's, everyone's their own groups. But you could see that she was kind of struggling there because it's not – Maybe she was doing a comedy bit. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it was all a prank. Dude. Do you know what's actually come up? Uh, apparently, in the late uh, '80s, early '90s, she was at some sort of correspondence center, and she did like ten minutes of stand-up. Yeah. And that video has since come out, and it's apparently it's rough. Like it's she's not very good. She's not very good. Man, so alternative facts is pretty good. <laughs> alternative, like so, you can see her doing it right. So, uh, real quick, she's talking, and she. She kind of tossed herself into a corner, and you can see the wheels turning. No one turning. puts baby in a corner. Right, and you can see her trying to get a, out of it without acknowledging. Because basically the one rule it seems like so far with these guys is they, they just they, they can't acknowledge they may be wrong because it's kind of part of right. the, the system that Trump seems to be never kind of admit, building up. Never admit you're wrong. Right. Never admit fault. Right, especially not in the argument. You can't say, okay, well, maybe you're right about that, but you're not right about because then nope. all of a sudden Mm-mm. it's a— They it's twist a, it. Right, and it's a cascading thing. So, so like she's avoiding trying to acknowledge— that perhaps that is true. So she's like, well, you were getting, like, they were giving facts. So he tried to give, and she couldn't, there wasn't. There's nothing there for her. She just said alternative facts. <laughs> well, speaking of people not being good at something, but thinking they are, we uh, we were in New Orleans before we left. Okay. And so we're on Bourbon Street, and we're, now we're just walking around, like, the French Quarter. Yeah. The French Quarter. I think you, have to, I think you, have, you have to say it like that. You too. do. You do. The French Quarter. And there's so many people just musicians, just just playing, right? <laughs> nice. And about fifty percent of them are really talented, and there's fifty percent who just are horrible, <laughs> and they're just standing there, and like no one's pitching them money, nothing, and it's they're living like, their dream. They want right. to be a street performer. That's I mean, at moment. some point, you got to realize you're not good at your dream. Oh. Like I've come to realize oh. after talking with Corey over the last three weeks, my dream of being a comic writer is probably not going to happen. <laughs> like. <laughs> I've tried so hard not to crush this. I really I, I can't come up with great ideas. Now, if he comes up with a great idea, I can piggyback yeah, with him and, and, and input. But actually creating an origin of a good idea, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm not good at it. Like, <laughs> I think I am. and uh, Or I thought I was. <laughs> and I pitched these ideas. Of course, like, yeah, I don't know about that. And then I then I go back and realize, like, you know what? That sucks. Like, 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 I am the worst at this. I, I do that a lot when I go back and like look at my old writing. And I was like, man, I'm just awful. <laughs> like, he sent me a bunch of ideas. And, like, I was reading them. And now, granted, these ideas I wrote, like, four years right, ago. Right, right. So it wasn't recent. I've, right. I've grown since then. But I'm reading them, and all I could think of was, like, I don't, like, I wouldn't give anybody any money to read this. Like, I was like, this isn't. But then when I come from, I read stuff on Comic Blitz, which we're going to read. We're going to interview Jordan Pulaski here in a minute. Yeah, save this for that. Um, but I was there's like. There's a lot of comics on there that are, like, just crap. I'm like, I could do this. Right. I guess and, I can't. And there's probably, no, you know what? That is fair. There probably are some that you're way better than. But. I, I just what's the first thing I said in the email? I was like, "Hey, buddy, I love you to death." Yeah, which <laughs> no, and I can handle constructive criticism. 
pretty pretty easily. <laughs> I was like, this isn't this isn't something that I would enjoy reading. <laughs> and neither is the show. So we're gonna jump out to a break real quick, and we come back. Uh, we're gonna talk a little X Men TV news. Boom. Hey, this is Joey Savage from Nerd Thug Radio. Hope you're enjoying our show. Uh, if you want to hear all the past ones, uh, they're all podcasted. Go to nerdthugradio.com for all our archive shows. Show us some love. Go do my will. This is Joey Savage. Corey DLG. Nico DLG. You're listening to Nerd Thug Radio. Conroe's FM 104.5, And Be sure and check us out at nerdthugradio.com. Please. So, uh... I think we mentioned this next story or topic or whatever we're going to do here oh, oh. Uh, a couple weeks ago. What? What? Uh, what? 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 Your Legion. Check the tapes. Oh, you know what? That just debuted and I totally forgot to TiVo it. Did you? Did it come out already? I thought January 25th. Isn't that yesterday? Yeah. Yeah. Last week. Last week. Wednesday. I know Riverdale came out last Thursday and I recorded that. So oh, my God. That. I saw the trailers for that, but I haven't. Uh, I heard uh, Luke Perry makes his return to high school drama. Yes, he does. <laughs> yes, he does. No, Because that's um, the guy who needs to be around more teenagers. Exactly. So Legion, uh, Marvel's or X Men TV show, Fox, I guess, yeah, on yeah, FX. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so there have been talks about I a. Uh, I think it's pronounced Fix. There's been a talks about a uh, another mutant TV show like X Men style. Yeah, they weren't sure what they were going to do, but they want more X Men TV. And uh, this week, it's it's come out that um, it's it's uh, been greenlit. It's a go for the pilots, so they're going to get that all. I guess maybe greenlit more than that. I think the guy that uh, wrote. I think it's burn notice if i'm not mistaken the writer for burn notice i did watch oh. some burn notice he's the writer for that um and this is the big news that that i want to bring up uh brian singer oh is going to be like executive producing the show nice and uh apparently he'll be directing the pilot as well i love when they do that i get excited when they like when they actively get involved and actually do part of it right right so another another x-men type not x-men mutant show for fox coming and it's going to be like on fox fox not like fx or fxx or any of those stuff i think, I think that was pronounced fix. whatever um it's fix and fix but I, I think getting brian singer on board is kind of kind of a big deal for the tv aspect of it what do you think no i definitely think brian singer is gonna that's that's a big deal because that's a movie guy it's a movie Usual guy. suspects the x-men franchise yeah. he knows how to make Superman entertaining returns. I was, gonna say that was, that was so bad. I started watching that. I was one. trying to make a case for good there. I watched like half of that the other day, and it's it's terrible, right? It was rough. Yeah, <laughs> but I, that's not anyone's person's fault. I think Zach is one hundred percent correct that Superman's one of the lamest characters to have to write for. Like, what? How do you challenge that? Also, I like to read shower thoughts on the chive. Yeah. And uh, the other day, one of the shower thoughts was: If Superman is so strong, how does he have muscles that are so well defined? <laughs> okay, that makes sense. Yeah, because really, what's the challenge there? I mean, yeah, yeah. He can already lift a planet. Like, what is he, what, where does he work out? I think he we just get in a kryptonite in, room. Yeah. I think we just get into the situation where we just want to nitpick everything. Because <laughs> well, I mean, that's what we do when, here when you write America. something and then when, when you write something that's supposed to be like this is the this is the end this is the end all be all like this is the strongest thing. There's nothing like right. Superman's infinite. Right. Yeah. Exactly. But because the next guy's gonna come along and make it bigger and better. You always raise the stakes in writing, and so the last guy had him drop kick the moon. Well, he's gonna drop kick two moons when I write it. Yeah. Boom. Boom. So um, do you know the premise of this show? You you said you were going to talk about this. What do you got? So the premise got? of the show, um, I believe it's going to. They're saying that these that it's going to tie into the universe, to the movie universe, the movie, or, or Legion, the movie universe. Which okay. Legion is supposed to tie into that eventually as well. Like it's all supposed to be tying in together. Okay. 
Um, so this, but if, if you know, like the way they're going with the X Men movies, they're like decades. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So they're not caught up to present day time yet in the movies. Uh, I see what and you're this saying. one's going to be in present day time. And apparently, it's about a family who the parents uh, come to find out their their kids are turning into mutants. Like I guess they hit adolescence, and it's starting to powers to develop. And so now I guess they're on the run from the government for whatever reason. Say what? And they're going to be like the underground mutant network. Okay, and okay. So I think that, that's the premise. More lock tunnels. I'm ready. Premise Here, of the show. Here's what, I'm not, here's what I'm not excited about. Go for it. Generic brotherhood mutant yeah. guy. Because that's yeah. going to happen. There's going to be these guys who be like, join us in the brotherhood. And he's going to have some weird indiscriminate lame TV superpower. Right. Like, uh, I don't know, something that's really, really easy like to edit. Fake vanisher. <laughs> right. Yeah, he can teleport or something. And so he'll that's just, he'll, he'll just pause it and he'll step off screen and he'll <laughs> play again. And, like, you'll be like, amazing, amazing. But like you, a downplayed version of the blob. <laughs> just the chubby guy? It's yeah. me? I'm the blob? <laughs> You're the blob. Hey, I'm the blob. I'm yeah, that's, that's, um, that's one thing that's going to be tough to see how they do. I read an article about this after it got announced. And one of the things it said is, you can expect to see X-Men, but they don't know which ones, and they're not going to be in feature positions or roles. Right. It's just they're going to be like in the background. So, You're going to see an X-Men fight, and it's going to be really far in the distance. Uh, right, like because essentially this characters. is, yeah, exactly. like like maybe one of them shows up. Like, You'll see Angel in the background just right. flying around. Or maybe there's a like a X-Men Brotherhood of Mutants fight, and these guys are like running away from it kind of scenario. Gotcha. Like you're going to see them in passing. Which I guess is kind of the right way to do that if you're trying cameos. to build a universe. Yeah, like cameos and stuff. But I don't... It's like when Marvel touches back and references like movie events right. in their TV shows. Yeah, like me no likey. Like I don't want... I don't want if, if you're going to give me X-Men on TV, make the X-Men. Right. Don't, don't give me this. Like unless this kid's going to go to the X-Mansion and that's the end of the first season and season two is her, them joining the X-Men, then I don't know that I... Yeah, and it's it's kind of hard, I think, to do the show on the X Men because you're trying to build this huge movie I, franchise around them. And I, then I feel like a standalone would work almost better than that. Standalone, like it's be its own thing instead of trying to have everything having to connect back to the movies. Yeah, just do two separate. Do an X Men universe movies and do an X Men TV show like that features the starting five. Well, they're not going to do that. I know. I know they're they not. want everything to tie in. And so that's everyone's where trying going. to do the, the Marvel thing. Do you think yeah. Marvel? Do you think Marvel has just ruined comic books for everyone else because they do it so well and everyone else is like everyone's trying to play catch up, right? Yeah. Not mayonnaise, you like that? <laughs> no, because I hate mayonnaise. <laughs> like that. What? Had you said Miracle Whip, I'd have been with you. But you know, um, Marvel does a great because it's all tied in, but like everything's kind of separate. Like right. Agents of Shield is separate from the Netflix stuff, which is separate from. The movies, but it's with but it's the like naturally separate, right? But it's like naturally separate because and they reference, they do reference one another, right? They um, all live in the same world, but they're naturally separate because it's not like Luke Cage should cross paths with a government organization if he's being arrested for simple stuff. You know right. what I mean? Like they, they're purposely keeping it separate by design. Uh, I mean, so, they can they can work standalone, reference each other, and build a very cohesive world. Cohesive world. What just happened there? Are you okay? Did you yeah. just have a stroke? Were you speaking yeah. Spanish again? Was that, was that cool? Weep? It's El, it's El Mundo. <laughs> Why are you saying El like Mundo? That? El Mundo. That's the world. world. That's the world. world. The world. The world. El Mundo. Nico, you keep talking like that, and you're gonna wind up on the wrong side of a wall, buddy. Hey, you. My retainer. It's all weird. It's all... <laughs> oh, dentistry. Adolescence. Oh. It's gonna be. Yeah, I'm. Um. I'm kind of with you on this one. We don't we don't always see eye to eye when it comes to uh, no TV we'll shows fight about it, and then I'll win. <laughs> but uh, I just keep thinking of. I made this this comment today on the Facebook page. 
Remember that game that came out on PlayStation 3, X-Men Destiny? Yeah, it was so awful. So, like, I was really excited so because awful. it was going to be an X-Men video game. But then it was like, you These create your own mutant. And then they steal the powers from the other X-Men. That and I'm not very good, apparently, at creating, creating things. It's like so, Hope Summers, but she puts the X-Men in her pocket and <laughs> just carries them around. Right. So it's like generic stuff. And it lets them, because, you know, it's mutants. It's the mutant gene. They can do whatever. So I don't want that to happen in the show. Like I, I like you said, I, I want to see X Men. Like I, I need X Men to make it viable that it's an X Men show. Right, right. You know, and and uh, like Agents of Shield does that. You know the Agents of Shield. You know Shield's part of the Marvel universe, and they reference other things. But then they have like characters from the actual comics on the show, so you you know it's viable. This this is really Shield. It's not just a bunch of made up people. Like, it's exactly. not just Joe and the other guy. There is Deathlock. You know, there there was Mockingbird, Ghost Rider, and that's, Ghost what, Rider. And that's what you're really afraid of. In Daisy, the, this new X Men is. Like, yeah, you're not gonna. You're just gonna have a bunch of randos. Yeah, it's gonna be. Yeah. It's gonna bunch be, of randos with some lame powers. I like that, that term. Bunch of randos. <laughs> it's gonna be. It's gonna be Dave Wazinski from God Stern went rando with the power of staring at people, and it's yeah. gonna like. It's not gonna be. I don't know. Which Legion is gonna be different because it's literally. It's, it's basically just Legion. Uh, man, and I, I actually don't know what that show's about. Right, and so everyone of the it looks pretty intense, different, and it's like got a bunch of scary, good. I don't know, man. good uh, young actors and actresses. Aubrey Plaza is in it. Oh god, she's so hot. I make a baby on her face. We can I say that. Bite that back. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> baby on her face. Is that, a, is that appropriate? <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, sorry, Aubrey. Sorry, Plaza. But uh, yeah, it's it's gonna be sorry, Plaza. That sounds like we're out of the doesn't it? Yeah, I just I, like I said, I don't I don't know where it's going to go. Sorry, Plaza. I don't know where it's gonna go. No, I don't either. I don't. I'm not sure. I'm not sure it's the right thing to do. Because here's what you can do: you could have totally done. I know you're making a New Mutants movie, but you still not you personally. You're not. But, I wish uh, I was. Yeah. Josh Boone is. I Put me also in wish you were. Um, <laughs> <laughs> It'd be all magic. No, no. Like, so instead of I'm doing, just tripping out of the idea that Nico's now suddenly a New Mutant. <laughs> no. Who would he, you would be, Roberto Dicot? You'd be. Sun, you're the perfect sunspot. Is he? Yeah, this is right. Yeah, yeah. No, because he has like charisma. Nico has none. Oh, <laughs> it'd be Nico'd acting, be a good. Though. He'd be a good like warlock because he would just voice it. It'd <laughs> all be CGI, but his voice. No, because whoever you get, no. Or not. Wolfsbane, like he'd be the. Uh, <laughs> he'd be Wolfsbane, <laughs> right? I can't say that. I'm not, not going to no, so like, do my little brother like that. I think, I think I know where you're going. Like You're doing like an X-Force type movie. You're doing a uh, right. So you could do like yeah, I mean, you could do something like with the schools, right. like the like Xavier Academy. Some of the of. newer X-Men that haven't got much. Heck, you could even go across the way and do an Excalibur TV show. Oh, God. That would have oh worked. God. Oh, my God. As yeah. much as people are in love with Doctor Who, right. Excalibur would crush. Crush. It would absolutely crush. Crush, 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 one of the crush, first, crush, crush, crush. One of the first big stories they did in Excalibur. Because Alan Davis is a trippy guy. He tells these crazy big stories. One of the first they did was a, it was called the Cross Time Caper. It was like eight issues where they're in the, they accidentally get sent over to an alternate reality. And like their Captain Britain's bad. And Iron Man's like one of the last heroes on Earth. Like, I mean, it was this crazy trippy story. This is in the late 80s, early 90s when those weren't around. Those weren't the norm. It's very Doctor Who. Alan, like Alan Davis was very heavily influenced by Doctor Who. And so, yeah. This caliber would work. Oh, man. man. You got a. We gotta, write a characters. we gotta write a letter. We gotta write a letter. Looks like I'm getting on the tweeter. The tweeter. I'm gonna be tweeting out to Netflix or somebody, and we'll get that going. Uh, I think Nico's cutting us out here early, which is cool. Uh, we're gonna take a break. But when we come back, uh, we have a special guest, uh, CEO and founder of Comic Blitz, Jordan Plosky, will be uh, tuning in and uh, talking with us. And find out which clan he decides to join. I think he has breaking news. Uh oh. Nerd Thug Radio. Hashtag talking nerdy too. 
you. Tell that midnight rider, tell the rambler, the gambler, the backbiter. Hey, hey, I'm talking to you. That's right, you. I know you're not really working. I know it's the office. I know it's the day. I know you're busy. But just go to facebook.com backslash nerdthugradio. Check us out. This is Corey DLG. I'm whispering in your ear right now. You can check us out on nerdthugradio.com. You can see our podcast on irlonestar.com. You can also check us out on Instagram. We got the official unofficial joey.savage15. We also are on uh, Twitter. You can tweet at us, although I don't recommend it because we get violent. We're Nerd Thug Radio. Hashtag talking nerdy to you. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. This is Joey Savage with Corey DLG. Nico DLG. Yeah. And uh, you're listening to us on 104.5, 106.1. The Sister Stations. And uh, we've got a special guest with us this segment. He is the founder and CEO of Comic Blitz, uh, Jordan Plosky. Jordan, say hello. You guys can call me Jordan DLG. Yeah, that's what I'm <laughs> the family. <laughs> Everyone wants to be a DLG. They do, man. It's a good, it's a good group. You know, the to funny be thing in. is. Um, Corey and, and Nico, and then Corey's dad and his sister have all been on the show. There's like a whole DLG takeover. That's right. <laughs> so oh, we'll just put you on that show next time. It's the, it's the thing to do, man. Come on. Gotta <laughs> yeah, do it. Come on, man. You got to get in the group. I mean, I'd rather be a savage, but I mean, you yeah. guys can be DLGs if you want to. Look, we're all mobbed up over <laughs> here. <all right? laughs> so, Jordan, you're the CEO and the founder of Comic Blitz. Um, how, how did uh, this idea come to uh, fruition? You know, to be honest with you, I love comics, but I can't write and I can't draw. So this was kind of something that I felt I could give back to the industry. And, I, you know, it was something like I just always wanted to work in comics. Um, and I actually started working at another startup that shall rename, remain nameless, I guess, for the purposes of this. But um, they were doing the Netflix for comics type model over there. And I kind of learned the ropes, realized that this is something I could do on my own. And just kind of set out to do it. I mean, I've never started a business before, but it just seemed like the right thing to do at the right time. So, I mean, that's a long story short, but it's it no, just... That's, that's, that's awesome. Like, yeah, and, yeah uh, pretty much. It, I'm, I'm kind of the I same. Like I was, Go ahead. I was going to say, I kind of felt like I was already running a business for someone else, and it was just time to do it for myself, really. Yeah, I'm kind of the same boat as you. Is uh, I can't draw, and uh, the last segment we just <laughs> talked about, I'm, I'm not very good at creating stories. <laughs> but I love comics, and so my media was, hey, I'll just uh, start talking about it, and boom, radio show. There you go. There you go. Yeah. So uh, right. So you started. You started out kind of learning it on someone else's knee, and then you said, I can do it way better. So with that in mind, when you see some of the things that are that are out there, do you feel like, man, like I bet there's some better books that we can find? We take note of what's, you know, out in the market, and then we take note of what's not out there in the market and see if there's something that we can do for books that we appreciate that might not be getting the love elsewhere, you know, either if it's local comic shops or if it's other digital outlets. But, yeah, I mean, look, the doors are, are wide open, you know. Um, as of right now, we don't have a portal for individual creators, let's say, to upload their stuff. Um, but we're working on that. But short of that, I mean, look, we're, we're interested in just about every publisher, every type of publisher. Um, when does is, when is this air? Uh, this is going to air um, uh, next Monday. Yeah. Monday, okay. January 30th. Yeah, so pretty pretty time relevant to when we're actually recording. Gotcha. So I, we can announce right now. Uh, oh, major be, announcement. I guess an exclusive. Yeah. I mean, we, 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 we do typically announce on Newsarama. 
uh, every Tuesday, what's going to be coming out the following weekend. So we release new content every weekend, every Saturday. Um, Newsarama usually gets the scoop and lets people know what those books are going to be. But, hey, since I'm with you guys, I'll let you know ahead of time. Here we go, guys. We yeah. Have... Nerd Thug Radio hey, exclusive. So we... Nerd Thug, what? All right. So <laughs> we got two new publishers that are coming out this coming week. Uh, one is a Chinese manga or manhua. manhua. I'm not 100% on, on uh, the pronunciation, but uh, essentially it's manga that doesn't come from Japan, right? Manga is oh, Japanese. Wow. Manhua okay. is Korean or Chinese. So we have a publisher called D-Force, and we have a bunch of their titles that are coming out. And then also, near and dear to my heart, uh, we have Coffin Comics coming out. And you might not know the publisher Coffin Comics, but you might know the man in charge over there. His name is Brian Polito, and his big creation is Lady Death. Yeah, Evil Ernie, right? He also created Evil Ernie. We have Evil Ernie on the platform because Dynamite Comics actually has a license now to Evil Ernie and the Chaos universe we have all that stuff on on comic books already but the one piece we were missing has been lady death and now that's coming to comic with this a, week uh february 4th that's so, so that's very cool that's very cool awesome. stuff yeah man i really that's a big i really like yeah big part of my oh, i'm so sorry we keep talking over each other i was just gonna say lady death that was a big part of my boyhood childhood manhood <laughs> yeah. growing up that so. definitely helps the conversion <laughs> lady death definitely turns boys into men <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I love it. Yeah, I really like comic books. I like what you're doing because it's it's mostly independent uh, comics. Was it Major Canuck or Captain Canuck? Yeah, I Captain get a, Canuck. I get a kick out yeah. of that guy, man. I love some Captain Canuck now. And Those I, covers I, are sharp on and, that. Um, you know, I always see, I always saw some of these titles in my local comic book store um, without knowing much about them. It's it's really it was really hard to drop four dollars a dime on on some stuff. And with this, I mean, I've I've gotten to explore so many different. Um, indie comics that I always wanted to. And the biggest thing that drew me to, to comic blitz um, was when you hit, you have dynamite and you had the whole run of the boys. Um, oh oh yeah. my God. I love the boys. <laughs> like I had read the first three trades like several years ago through a, a close friend and then she left to go to the Marines and I kind of forgot where I was. And I was like, man, I don't know where to start. And I was like, and then I saw that as a like, holy crap. I literally read the entire run in like three days. Yeah. He kept texting me. He was like, <laughs> I just read 30 issues of the boys. <laughs> And I was like, aren't you supposed to be at work right now? Like, Once you happening? start, you can't stop. <laughs> yeah, so uh, let, me, let me try to touch on all of that. So number one, The Boys. For anybody who's listening, it's written by Garth Ennis, the same man who brought you Preacher. Um, the Boys is probably one of the best runs in comics history. Now, granted, that's saying, you know, that's a, that's a big, big boast. I would have to agree. This, this title, yeah, that maybe a lot of people hadn't heard of because it wasn't a DC comic or a Marvel comic. Um, now take that right back to what you said before. How, look, you see these covers, you see these titles, in, you know, in your local comic shop, but without knowing if you're going to like a story or not, four bucks is a lot to drop on a comic book right now. And that's one of the benefits for both readers of comic books and for the publishers. So for readers of comic books, for seven ninety nine a month, you have unlimited access to our entire catalog. No calling something unlimited and then making it very limited for you. We are truly, truly unlimited. So what that means is you could read a few pages of a comic. If you don't like it, that's cool. Close it. Go check out something else. The discoverability, that's a big word we use. The discoverability that comic books provides is second to none. I like that. I like the that other word. thing is, yeah. 
Uh, the other thing is for these publishers, right? I mean, there's more than Marvel and DC. There's more than just Batman and Spider-Man out there. These are quality books. And one of the things that a lot of people don't realize is these books are created by the same exact creators that also work at Marvel and DC. The, the comics industry is very small. So even though just because it's not a book being put up by Marvel or DC does not mean that it's any less in quality. It just had less marketing dollars behind it. So, Guys, you got to hold on one second. My naked little baby girl is right here to say goodnight. <laughs> I'm so sorry. This is how we do things on Nerd Thug Radio. Very professional. I we keep you. it. Yeah, so um, <laughs> we keep it, we keep it tight. while uh, Jordan's tending to the family stuff, um, you can find all kinds of stuff on comic books. Transformers, G.I. Joe's, Robin Hood. Uh, I'm, reading, I'm reading Pathfinder right now. I'm about yeah. halfway through it. It's fun, man. I started on the Robin Hood stuff. So yeah, you told me. You were... It's a female Robin Hood. Pretty, pretty it's modern times, right? Yeah, it's pretty trippy. So it's 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 a good uh, it's a good read. So and the Captain Canucks always awesome. D Force is actually like super brand new. They apparently founded in 2015. Oh They're really? Very active on social media, about a million followers. That's, that's actually, awesome. That's in crazy. Indonesian. Oh wow, that's like. Uh, Wait a minute, do they even have followers in Indonesia? Like, how does that work? I don't know. Are they know. all in the same public library? What does that mean? I, I didn't know they had internet yeah. there. Manhua. Manhua. Yeah. yeah. M A N H U A. All right, Nico. What's yeah, the, what's, so, what's the manhwa books? Oh, I don't know. I've never read any. This would be this is my first exposure. Oh, to see, it. and he's our Japanese expert. So yeah, you're stumping him here with the manhwa. <laughs> not a Japanese expert. Not a, not Indonesian. That's true. So let's jump away from comic books a little bit, Jordan. Let's just talk about about you. Um, sure thing, man. What, what, were, what would you like to know? What were uh, some of your your comics that uh, when you were a kid you were into, or like your influences growing up? Yeah, man. Uh, you know, it's, it's a funny question. I get that a lot when we're talking about comics, and it always comes back to one book for me, and that's The New Warriors. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's awesome. That's awesome. I was absolutely a New all- Warriors fan. Nova, Night Thrasher, Speedball. Yep. I mean, that's that's my Desert Island book. Like, if I if I could only bring one book, I'd take The New Warriors Omnibus. <laughs> you know, it's got issues 1 through 26. I mean, that was like... Yes. When it was good. After that, it was a little downhill. Yeah, but they got that, slapstick and rage in there, and things go downhill pretty quick. Yeah, you know. <laughs> um, but yeah, to me, like that, you know, Mark Bagley's art, he is still my all time favorite artist. That crazy um, run on Ultimate Spider Man, right? Yeah. Look, him and Bendis, you know, they have what, the longest run of any creative team. Something like, like on, on a sing- Yeah, on a like single title. Issues ever, or so. something like that? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, Mark Bagley. It, it, it's just like, you know, your favorite band. Whenever it's on, you, you could listen to it. Like, so whenever Mark Bagley is drawing a book, like, I, it, it pleases my eyes to no end. I can't help it. Like, the way he draws, it just speaks to me. No, it totally does. I agree with you 100%. And Fabian Nassiza, I'm totally saying that wrong, I know. But that's one of my, that was one of my favorite writers growing up. Because he had a run on New Warriors, and then he did a little bit of, uh, I think it was the like Avengers. New Mutants and X-Force. New Mutants and X-Force, yeah. He had that middle run of the, of the New Mutants, or, and then the X-Force run right there. Yeah, uh, Fabian, Fabian Nicieza. I think it's Nicieza. I mean, yes, the, the writing was absolutely there for me. For some reason, as a kid, I just connected to it, you know? It really spoke to me, and for some reason, I just had this huge soft spot in my heart for it. Um, and at the same time, that's like when, you know, Image Comics first debuted, when Valiant mm-hmm, Comics mm-hmm. came out. Like, I was, I was a product of all of that stuff, you know? So, like, I would read the Image books because the artwork was fantastic and amazing, and I would read the Valiant books because the stories were, like, nothing in any other comic book oh, ever, dude, you I know? Just, I remember the Valiant books being so trippy. Exo Manowar was, like, a barbarian who buries himself for a thousand years in an alien armor. Like, it doesn't even get crazier than that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, they, 
they were, it, it was like if you were a Vertigo reader and like you liked Sandman and all these other, other comics that were coming up by Vertigo at the time, like with the really heady, well-written stuff, Valiant was like a logical step into a superhero universe for stuff like that. We're going to get, we're gonna get yeah. you out of here on, on this one question. You got to decide right yeah. now. It's do or die. Uh, you ready? I'm in. Okay. Yes. Superman and Batman. Standing on a rooftop. Who you got? Superman. Not even close? <laughs> Not even close. I love it. I love it. Jordan, thank that you very much. That might be the popular vote, but yeah. No, I thank think it's the guys. right one because he's going he's gonna to fly up and laser beam, right? I mean, that's what he does. <laughs> Done. Thank you very much for coming on here, man. We appreciate it. We actually love Comic Blitz, honestly. We've been really enjoying uh, you know, trying to help you guys out. And I hope the Nerd Thug readers have been getting a kick out of it, too. Um, thanks for being on. We'll try and get you on here again some sometime here in the future. Hey, man, uh, thank you guys for having me. Happy to be on. And, guys, uh, whoever's listening, check out comicblitz.com. We're on Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash comicblitz, twitter.com slash comicblitz app. So thank you guys again. Absolutely. Thank you very much, man. And we appreciate the exclusive, too. That's big news for us. Get it out there. Come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, guys. All right. And everybody listening, we're going to get out here to a break. When we come back, we're going to get into some more comic book nerd thug radio nonsense. This is L. Graves, cosplayer slash prop maker, and I like puppies. This is Nerd Thug Radio. Yo, this is Joey Savage from Nerd Thug Radio. You can catch our shows on YouTube. We record uh, in the studio. It's pretty fun. Just search uh, the channel Nerd Thug Radio on the YouTube and look at our pretty faces. Talking nerdy to you. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. I'm the Captain Joey Savage. Corey DLG. Nico DLG. Did you stub your toe there? What happened? No, man. I'm just I'm happy to be back. Oh, all right. You know, okay. One all week right. was long enough. Yeah, yeah. That's a good week, though. It, it was a good week. Uh, before we uh, get crazy on my week, you're listening to us on 104.5, 106.1. The sister station. And uh, worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Give us a shout, NerdThugRadio.com. That's Facebook? where you can find us. You can find us on Facebook.com. And, and my house. You can know, just swing by. That too. But yeah, check out the fa- check out the the website. Uh, there's pictures up there. You can buy our shirts up there. We have blogs. And I yelled at these two gentlemen this I know, week. I know. So they will have a blog up by another one by the time this show airs. And Nico uh, just finished his first pictorial. So I'm yeah. Full full nudity. There we go. Yeah. It's uh, a big deal. Everything's there. Yeah, I'll even very excited. I'll even go ahead and add the links to all of our social media sites on there. I don't know oh, if they're up there yet. Okay, all right. Uh, we got a lot of stuff planned for the future, so so stick with us. Yeah, Marty. We're gonna um, Marty. Marty McFly. We've got a uh, we've got a, a spinoff. It's called the Super Smashing Boys. Uh, it's gonna be our uh, lovely producer Nico Dio Jizzle. Hey with, guys, with the Zach Attack. With Zach Attack, and they will be doing little shorts talking about randos. The randos. You randos. do like that. I do that. That is good. That is good. Uh, we've had this Hero Clicks League we've been talking about for 17 weeks now. But, uh, <laughs> Has it really been that long? We're gonna we're gonna get going. We we got going over the weekend, so that that's coming soon. Also, you can see us not quite every Saturday, but we've started playing Hero Clicks again. We are joining a Hero Clicks League at the Dragons Lair, run by our buddy Mike. So uh, you want to join it? It's kind of NASCAR style. You score some points, play some Hero Clicks with us. I like how you describe that NASCAR style. Yeah, because it's, it's a league, but it runs through a length of time. Right, yeah. So, I mean, just look for, go to the Facebook page as well. You'll find out where we are at all times on yeah, the weekends. That's true. That tracer uh, really hurt when you put it in. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Next time, let's just use a needle. <laughs> so, uh, this past week, uh, 
Marvel was tweeting out they had a big announcement. Yeah, they did, um, man. And I, I, for one, am, am pretty thrilled about this. Are you see? I was expecting some sort of like, uh, like character revelation of some kind. Yeah, I wanted something drastic. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't expecting what they actually. No, I, I wasn't either. No, you're right. I, I wasn't like a lot of people were saying that the big announcement would have been the uh, Thor three trailer. Oh, I didn't even think about which that. Was, which would have been cool. I was um, thinking like the return of Wolverine, something of that. But no, the uh, Wolverine. Marvel Entertainment uh, announced this past uh, Thursday, at nine a.m. precise. Oh, I was following the Twitter as it was approaching. Ooh, uh, they have partnered up with uh, Square Enix, Crystal Dynamics, and Eidos Montreal. For those of you who don't know, Nico, what are those three companies? They are all video game companies. They have. Uh, Partnered up and signed a like I guess it's like a multi game yeah it sounds deal like it's mini games to bring video games back Marvel back. video games Marvel has, video games there's been one since the Ultimate Alliance everything on and, uh, Marvel vs Capcom if you want to count those I don't all right um, but everything <laughs> everything Marvel gaming related has been on um, like Google Play and the iOS store it's mm-hmm, all been mm-hmm. on the handheld all small time app stuff and now they're coming back with real deal video games. There's a there's a very very short teaser trailer. Yeah, and it's definitely a teaser trailer because you don't get anything out of it. Um, really. The first project they're working on is called Reassembled. Looks like you're going to be reassembling the Avengers, uh, but it doesn't even give you any glimpse of any kind of gameplay. What platform they're coming on? Nothing. So this sounds like it's going to be very like kind of early development stuff. Usually this is about one two years away before we really get anything solid. I would think. Nico is you our. Think so like you think they. Put together a trailer, and that was it, and they were like, let's do it. Well, Nico uh, is our video game expert. Well, that's usually how it goes, um, because it wasn't announced at any, like, big gaming convention. Right, right. Um, you're right, you're right, you're so right. When so is, when is E3? The summertime? Yeah, summer. you think we'll get any more news at E3 this year, or we'll have to uh, wait till next I'm, year? I'll probably, probably next year, I would assume, huh? where we'll get more information on this, this game. Because no, it, they'll, they'll leak something out this, this year, just because if it is two years away, they might release before the next E3. Well, there might be also... There's, they're also um, they could release more trailers and right. more things like yeah. that, but I mean, who knows? Because video game development is all kinds of crazy hell, and you know, some games can be lost. I mean, Last Guardian took ten years to release. That's right. I mean, and like <laughs> five times you thought it was canceled, and I had to keep telling you it wasn't. Yeah. And then when you thought it wasn't canceled, I had to tell you it was. And then it wasn't. And then it was, and it finally came out, and it was great, awesome. There has been Marvel-related video games, uh, like Spider-Man. Uh, yeah. Naughty Dog. Deadpool uh, the, had a the game. Guys who made um, uh, I want to say whatever it is, Watch Dogs. Yeah. Not Watchdog. Oh, uh... Dog Watch. Uh, what is it? Bunch of randos. Uh, bunch of randos. Bunch of randos. Um, but they're making a Spider-Man game, so Spider-Man's getting his own game. Yeah, it's really, it's the this. suit looks really cool. Yeah, the suit looks cool, and you can, like, go into the buildings. I'm so excited. I'm gonna smash up a cafe. But but this uh, this partnership is is Marvel Entertainment. Right. Which is, which is gonna be interesting, because, I mean, that... And because of the, th- the three different developers that they listed there, they create different games, like Eidos' Tomb Raider... Square Enix is very uh, it's a Japanese obviously and they it, did Hitman as well. They did Hitman. They I don't did know much about Final Crystal Fantasy. Dynamics. Final Fantasy 15 just recently came out. That game was pretty great. Let me let me say this very clearly. If they make an Avengers game and it's anything like any of the last four Final Fantasies, I'm going to be so mad cuz I hate Final Fantasy. I hate the the last four haven't even made sense to me. I don't even understand what's going on. Why are these people in cars now? Like I don't even know what's going on anymore. It's like an old man now. <laughs> What's even going on? I remember back in my day when it was just magic. Get off my yard. Where's your chocobo? Well, there's chocobos. Yeah, but I mean, now they're driving around and the chocobos are like kangaroos running around in the wild and they hit them and they're disappointed. I've got to think that it's going to be some kind of third person type. It's going uh, to be some kind of RPG, I'm sure. Tomb Raider and Hitman are all third persons. No, and, uh, you know what I bet it is? 
I bet it's gonna be like okay, first person shooters, Captain like, America, you throw your shield, <laughs> like oh, open, that would be like so cool. open world type stuff. Uh, sort of like here's I what I'm, here's what I'm kind of imagining. You're gonna be some sort of low tier Avengers, and your job is to find and rescue the big three. So here here's or where or you pick one of the big three when you get back together. Yeah. No, here, here's where I'm uh, here's where I'm, I'm coming to, and I really hope that it doesn't go to this. And we talked about this. Uh, we talked about the X Men earlier. Like, I hope it's not a bunch of fake characters that you're creating yourself. <laughs> a bunch of randos. <laughs> a bunch of randos. <laughs> like, I really hope that it's, like, real Avengers, like, it's Hawkeye or Black Widow or Falcon. With the, or with the name Ant-Man. reassembled, I, I, I think, but you could you could create a character. Because here's so. one of the best video games that I've, I've played in a long time is called uh, Marvel Lego. Um, it's a pretty good game. <laughs> <laughs> and you've got all the characters in there. That's a really good game. It's I don't know so, why you like me. I don't even want to talk to you. Right An now. open world of... Avengers game would, would be cool. Now, this one might not get to it because it's, it's reassembled. It's, it's going to clearly have a, a storyline, I feel like. I do, too. Um, but progressing from here, I really hope they take some yeah, of the... Yeah, we have absolutely no idea what the other... I really hope they take some of the lesser-known like character products, like maybe Excalibur we talked about, or maybe the New Warriors like Jordan talked about. I mean, if it's Marvel Entertainment, they're literally... Are they open to anything? Or are they, I, I are they do, secluded to the Avengers? I do love some new Warriors. Can they go no, X-Men? Can I they go Marvel whatever? Enter, I think Marvel Entertainment technically holds the, the film rights to everything that isn't licensed out. The film rights? What about video game rights? I'm sure that's the same category. I'm sure. Hmm. All right. In, in, interesting information. Crystal Dynamics is a subsidiary of Square Enix. So okay. Yeah, yeah. They, what, have they made any games? They've uh, been around since '92. They helped with Tomb Raider. Yeah, they helped with Tomb Raider. It seems like these are all three companies that work hand in hand together. Well, the reason I ask that is because the only reason you would include somebody who typically only helps in making games is if they're going to so take they're, the lead on Tomb it. Raider, the Legacy of Kane games, and Gex. So they haven't made anything in a little while here. Right. So these guys are probably they probably have like that's not like that's not like C team, my dudes. They probably have like a technology. <laughs> no, that, no, they're probably like the actual people developing it, right? And they're getting the help from the other two companies, and like the other two companies, Square's probably the guy who made the deal happen. And I well, Square, Square Enix also is uh, they have some pretty big games that are supposed to be releasing soon. Kingdom Hearts three is coming out, right? Right. That's right. what I'm saying. That's how they that's, kick that's in the a, door. That's a thing that's been trying to go on. Well, yeah. Kingdom Hearts is Disney. Mm-hmm. Disney owns Marvel, so Square Enix can, can say, "Look, we're putting out these quality Disney games." Give us a shot, and then they're going to go. Instead of making it themselves, they go to they go to Crystal Dynamics. Yeah, like like I said, like Crystal Di- Dynamics probably has some kind of technology that yeah. they're really good at, and they use, or maybe it's their engine. Have like, you seen their hair physics? It's amazing. Whoa! You never know. Thought it was going to be glorious. Yeah. yeah, I really, I really hope that they incorporate some of the lesser known because, I mean, I love Captain America, but how many games? But how many how, how many like forms of media can you give me? Steve Rogers on you. You know, you know, I mean? you know what I really enjoyed though. Uh, the Iron Man game where you keep flying around and breaking planes and shooting tanks and stuff. What was that? It was, on? it was. I think it was like an Iron Man two or Iron Man the movie video oh, game. Okay. Okay. Uh, and literally, you would catch an airplane and then yeah. you had to tap triangle, and if you tapped it enough times, so you would take the wings off of them like a butterfly. Ripped it off. Yeah. You ever like, played God of War? Because it's basically that. Ripped it off. Yeah, but I want to be Iron Man. Yeah. <laughs> Good <Yeah>. point. You <laughs> want to play God of War, but with Iron Man. Yeah, I want to be Iron Man. Right. I want to be Hawkeye shooting arrows at somebody. See, you know what? That's what I'm saying. Like, they're going to go with some low-tier Avengers, and you're going to rescue the big three. I want to be Ant-Man, and I want to transform into Giant Man. How cool would that be? That's going to be sweet. So hopefully they do some cool things, which, I mean. I would love to turn Giant, like, in the middle of a <laughs> yeah. fight. Oh, that man. might be like the best part of Captain then, like, America: Civil War. Like kicking, like kick a bad guy through a window. You yeah. know, like, I've got an idea and punt him out. Yeah, it's gonna be great. <laughs> like, I mean, let's just go back to this. We've said this numerous times over the last forty-three episodes we've done now. 
that uh there's my plug right there nice um it's a good time to be a nerd it is man it really man, is it really is we are in the golden age of nerd like i remember whenever we were younger and we had to think about these things and yeah. imagine them imagine them well even being a nerd wasn't wasn't that cool like oh yeah I love, i'm into sports right yeah and now it's like hey what do you do i was like oh what do you do for fun i host a radio show it's called nerd Thug radio what is that? I talk about nerdy stuff. Oh, you're the nerdy stuff? Yeah. I mean, have you not seen my desk full of objects <laughs> here? Um, so, it's awesome. Like, I really, I, I'm excited about this this, this news. Um, it wasn't anything I was expecting. No, it really I thought was. it was, was really going to be movie related. Surprised. Yeah, that's what I kind of figured. So, I was going to be movie or, like, another comic event. But no, you know, after games. you said a trailer for, for Thor 3, really, that probably made the most sense. Because they had already released um, the next um, big story events that are coming. Uh, through Marvel, so I knew it was nothing comic related. Right. Like, I really felt like it was something movie or TV related. And, no, we got video games. Curveball. Video games. Curveball. Maybe this will bring my love back for the video games. But you know what? We had just, we had said a couple months ago that now that they've put Ultimate Alliance on PS4, you and I had both kind of said that that tends to make us think that they're they're coming up. True. Yeah. Just too bad PlayStation wants to charge you like it's. It was yeah, back in forty dollars, two thousand and five. Yeah, that's crazy. The heck, <laughs> You're not paying forty dollars. Idiots, man. <laughs> Just buy the game on eBay. <laughs> like, yeah, well, to buy it on eBay, you'd have to play it on the PlayStation too, right? Which I don't have, but I do have a PlayStation Four. The, the greatest platform ever. We're totally not sponsored by Sony anyway, so that no, was my own not. personal opinion. Uh, but with that, I guess let's jump out to a break real quick. Uh, collect our thoughts when we come back. It's the weekly top three. And uh, this week we're doing our favorite Star Wars characters. So stay oh, tuned. Oh, yeah. Hey, this is Joey Savage. You can contact us live during the show, facebook.com backslash nerdthugradio, or hit me up on Instagram, joey.savage15, or tweet at us, tweet, 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 at nerdthugradio.com. During the shows, or just during the week when you got nothing else to do. Hashtag talking nerdy to you. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. I'm the Captain Joey Savage. Corey DLG. Nico DLG. You are listening to us on 104.5, 106.1. the stations. And uh, I said it last segment, but I'll do it here for the first time in the jump. This is episode 42. Right? 43? I don't I'm, know. I'm way off now. <laughs> one, week is, one week is killed. <laughs> episode 43. As we discussed, we don't know. I know, but it was funny. You were like, you last week, you were like, hey, he always tells us which episode we are on. <laughs> This is the middle of the midlife crisis. That's right. 42. Uh, my apologies. Is, is it 42? It is 42. It is episode, 41 was last time. That's episode right. 42. This, this uh, is us uh, buying the Audi, trading in the wife. Yeah. Trading now for something younger. Trying to explain to our children that it's okay that my girlfriend's younger than you. And uh, this is where we buy horses, too. Sell our house and uh, build, build oh. sell, sell our house and build a new one with a barn. I just I just described your mom. You did. <laughs> I was like, no, I would totally move downtown. Well, she, oh, she bought oh, an Audi too, right? She she did. She see, did. See, this is all her. I, I just snowballed off your Audi statement. <laughs> see, mom, I, that wasn't me. <laughs> well, halfway through the show, at least your mom listens. That's true. <laughs> My mom listens. That's true too. Oh man, sixty six percent of the show has their mothers that listen. There's the radio. Sixty six percent of moms like us. Yeah. Well, at least, like, <laughs> your dad listens. That's, yeah, that's true. That's true. half the show. Like, half the show's fathers listen. Yeah. Well, probably even more if you count your stepfather, Frank. Right. 
and he listens. So I can't contribute anything to 100% that. One hundred percent of the available fathers listen to the show. <laughs> yeah, there it is. That's such a great way to put it. Halfway through the show, that means we're getting into our weekly top three. Who is the weekly? The weekly. The weekly top three. Yeah. Beautiful. Oh yeah. Like if I had a harmonica, it would have been in the yeah, middle of I'm that. really glad that I have you, no music you sang still. this week because I was I was missing it last week. Well, it was weird because I was going to pitch it to myself, and it's like, how do you do? You, you should have. Really... You should have like went to a voice like, "Guess wait, coming in to the wake, the top three, and then sing." Well, if I'd have been a, like a better host, I would have had like someone else bring. Oh, us in it's the weekly top three. Or, or it could have turned China. Yeah, yeah there, there we go. go. <laughs> Since you want to get rid of it, apparently, according to the last week's episode. Yeah, I, I was just saying, if they want Mars, just give it to them. Just, <laughs> just move them all over there. Corey DLG, lover of the trench. That's right, shipper of Mars. So this week. We're touching on one of my favorite subjects. Oh. Um, the Star Wars universe. This is true. Uh, we're doing our three favorite Star Wars caricatures. Cor- it's pronounced characters? Characters in, in Star characters. Wars lingo? Characters. No, just, just in English. Oh, okay. just saying it wrong. Well, typical nerd-like fashion. You we're put the wrong let, uh, emphasis on the wrong syllable. We're going to let our worst go first. <laughs> so, Corey. <laughs> you, start- <laughs> you hate Star Wars. Yeah. Nico, go ahead. Uh, who's your number three? K2. The new guy. That's, the new robot. Yeah, out of I everything, like you go K2. Well, that's okay. That, I like that. He's a, he's a, he, he is hilarious. We've, we've, he's, he's hysterical. I love how sarcastic he is, even though he's a robot, and he's supposed to take everything very literal. And then he kicks butt afterwards. Exactly. And he fights perfectly, because robots, everything is calculated. Everything is calculated. Yeah, we were talking about that, how like he fought like a real robot would in one of these situations. Yeah. Correct. As we imagine a robot would. Everything's timed perfectly, because they have advanced supercomputers for brains. And the, and but he's like, but exactly. he, his computer though is probably programmed with some kind of fighting skills, where some of these robots. I mean, you don't really need to be that. super complicated to bonk someone over the head and they die. <laughs> right, yeah, but you're a robot, so you need that. You need that code in you to be able to do that. I'm sure they have some basic stuff that they can run on their own. Yeah, they're they're droids. droids. It's it's the droids. distant past space future. These are not the droids you're looking for. Yeah, it is the distant past space. Like it's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. Right? Like it's weird. Like if one of those crash owners, we'd find it in the dirt, like a like as a like a, yeah. like a fossil, which is weird. A robot. They're fossil. way more advanced than we are. Yeah, we're the pit stain of the universe. Wow, I got really, I'm really sad. Think yeah. about it. Think why, about it though. Why are you coming at us like Think that? Think about it though. I'm not gonna call us a pit stain. That's not. Nah, we're, I mean, if you've watched any kind of movie, I'm not gonna do it. We're the pit stain of the universe. That's true. Yeah, they're we like, always end up winning. They're like with our quantum drives, we can time travel. What's that, human? You smell bad, and, it's like, what? and yet we always gonna... and yet we always win a fight. That's yeah. because we're better than everything right. else. Right. The moral of the story is: no matter how awesome and more advanced you are, you don't have chutzpah. Yeah, you don't have the American spirit. American spirit. You don't want today. Make... Will not go down as a day of infamy. That's right. And then it's Independence Day for the world. Yeah. <laughs> this will be our Independence Day. Thanks, I, Bill Pullman. I just watched the new one. How was that? There's no way it's any good. There's no. No. Way. no okay. So the first one wasn't by any means like an Actors Guild winner. Like, first of all, even careful. though Will Smith was in it, right? Still, careful. No, but I mean, <laughs> don't want to turn your toes here. Careful. I guess we're getting off topic of Star Wars here, real quick. And Jeff Goldblum too. I yeah. mean, those two of my favorite actors. Jeff Goldblum. You put Jeff Goldblum in anything. And I will he's like watch literally it. the only one in this movie from the first one that is in it for the entire length of the show. Is it still some? That's because he's he wisely yeah. is like, I'll do it. Yeah, it is what it is. I'll I mean, take ten million. It was. The Earth versus Aliens, and there was a lot of action, a lot of fighting, a lot of bad acting. Aliens won. And it was entertaining. (laughs) Did someone say, I got to get me one of those? No. I don't think so. (sighs) Mistake. 
Did you might say, Welcome to Earth? No. Um, How they not reference the original? What the heck is this? It's the worst sequel ever. Did anyone say, uh, Oops? No. What about. Um, <laughs> they did say, Yes. No, no. Oops. So Will Smith, he gets to the thing. Yeah, Someone no. can put the wrong yeah. direction. Yeah. Yeah. What about uh, Not Until the Fat Lady Sings? No. This is the worst sequel ever. Yeah, like, is pretty good. Cool. Go ahead and get, get into your number. I also this had ridiculous. I also had a friend of mine who was in the movie. That's true. You do know. Uh, you do know some people. Zebulon Sanders was in this movie. Yeah, it sounds like a space child. Yeah, <laughs> 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 he had a lot of more speaking parts than, <laughs> than so, I thought he did. <laughs> that was so bad. <laughs> That's the funniest thing Nico said. <laughs> All right, so before we get too far away from Star Wars here, Corey, you're you're. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if we can continue here. So, my name is, my name is Joey Savage. Okay, I'm here. And uh, here's your review here. of Independence Day 2. I'm Action back. filled. No Will Smith. I'm they back. kill off Vivica Fox. It's great. Oh. Aliens die. All Sounds right. like a star child. <laughs> All right. Okay. DLG, your number oh, three Star Wars God, character. That got me, Nico. Um, my, my number three is uh, Asuka. Asuka? Um, yeah. So she's in the Clone Wars. Asuka Ono. She is a uh, she's Luke Skywalker's or no uh, she's I'm sorry Anakin Skywalker's apprentice. Right. Padawan. Um, Padawan, and uh, she gets framed for some crimes that they think she might have committed, and so they excommunicate her from the Jedi Order. When it turns out she was innocent, they then invite her back. And she says, you guys didn't have faith in me when it mattered. So now she's got a grudge. So she was like, you guys aren't really my family then. I guess I'm not a Jedi. So she walks off, but she's got all the training and the skills, and she shows up a few more times after that. She's, she's a very cool character because I like, I like that the Jedi's made a mistake, and she held them accountable for it. Because the Jedi seem to be very, like, if they screw up, they tend to just be like, eh, sorry, Ooh, oops, bad. my bad. She's the best character to come out of the uh, cartoon universe. Oh, Star yeah, Wars. for sure. For sure. Hands down. Uh, well, her or my number two, because my number two actually okay, goes cool. above her. Oh, okay. Well, hey, yeah. we'll get there in a minute. Yes, we will. So my number three is uh, Poe Dameron. Okay. I really like... Well, new boys. Yeah, I really... As I was trying to make this list, and I'm dissecting who I like, like, it's just kind of a B.A., man. Like, he's becoming... I wouldn't say he's becoming the new Han Solo-type character because he has no, like, Jedi powers or anything. He's just... He's a pilot. He's not a smuggler. Like, he's just a, like, solid rebel fighter who is just completely awesome at flying stuff. He's he's got a very, like... uh, Typical fighter pilot kind of Top Gun cockiness, right? That I do, I do dig right. that. Anything. Yeah, and uh, it seems to be he's going to be a mainstay for all three of these. these, these uh, so he's a part ones. of the crew, right? So like, I'm, it makes me more excited that I like him this much. That I still have two more movies to go in order to find also, more out about him. This is a teaser I'm going to reveal. He's the last Jedi. <laughs> I don't. I don't think so. No, yeah, he's the last Jedi. No, right, for sure. No, which is the the his, uh, his grandson is. Yeah, Poe Dameron is the last Jedi. Which is the um, I just figured the it new out. title to the next Star Wars movie. Yes, the episode last Jedi. eight is titled "The Last Jedi," and it's Poe Dameron. And there's a lot of stuff we can go there, but <laughs> obviously that's Luke not Skywalker. not Poe Dameron. Yeah, no, guys, guys, you heard it here first, Nerd Thug Radio. Write it down, 2017, January. Poe Dameron. Poe Dameron is the last Jedi. Boom, done. Uh, I'd have to disagree. But anyways, Nico. Okay. All right. Um, go ahead. Give this, in for a big surprise. Give us your number two, Nico. Mace Windu. Mace Windu. Nice. Samuel L. Jackson. So I've always kind of liked Mace Windu as a character because he's one of the Jedi Masters that's always been kind of like on the like the teetering edge between like a good guy and almost a bad guy because yeah, he, does, they, he does a lot of things that are considered 
on the dark side, and hence the purple lightsaber, which is supposed to be kind of a middle ground. And part of that's because he's such a powerful force user, right? Yeah, so yeah very much so. He's so dominant with the force that he can use, I'm going to say can go both ways, but obviously we're talking <laughs> about the force. Well, he's a, he's a very good uh, um, counter to, to Yoda, like in the, the episodes yeah. one, two, and three. Right. Because Yoda's very pure, very, I mean, he's probably the most powerful Jedi, I would say, that there has been. I think so. And it's pretty much like on the Jedi Council in those movies. It's it's Yoda and Mace Windu running the show. Well, yeah, you don't put Samuel L. Jackson on a council and tell right. him to keep quiet. Um, but it's almost like Mace Windu will do the things other Jedi's want that Yoda wouldn't. Also, that clone, need to be done. Also, yeah. in the Clone Wars, he flies with the Force. Yeah, yeah he does fly with the super Force. Sweet. And that's how he. Uh, pretty cool. General pretty Grievous cool. in Episode Three when he's coughing up all the time. Mace Windu crushed his chest. Yeah, yeah, it's true. He's super that's sweet. It's pretty, pretty cool. So my number two. Is, uh, I don't remember her first name, but it's Ventress. Asajj Ventress. Asajj Ventress. She's the assassin chick in the Clone Wars. Yeah. She fights all these Jedis and stuff. She uses the Force. She's all kinds of BA, but she's not a Sith. She just goes at it with these people. Right. Like, she's just so... She's an apprentice to uh, Dooku. Mm-hmm. No, but you, but the apprentice can't have an apprentice, so she's like... Technically, oh, she was. Right. But technically, she's not a Sith either, because there can only be two. Because the role of the Sith is always only two. It's the Master and the Apprentice. So she's like a... Kind of in this weird gray area. Yeah, she's an assassin. But she's an assassin, and she gets it done. Like, she, she handles her business. She, there is always two. She fights Obi-Wan. She fights Anakin. She fights Asuka. Like, she goes toe-to-toe with all oh, of them. Yeah, she's a pretty big deal. One of my uh, favorite fight scenes from the Clone Wars uh, miniseries, not the uh, not the long one that ran for, like, whatever, how many seasons. Seven. But, yeah. Um, that fight scene between her and... Anakin was one of my favorite things. Oh, yeah, yeah, like in the movie? Mm-hmm. The little Clone Wars movie? Yeah, yeah, that was good. Let me just say, the best portrayal of Anakin Skywalker is in the Clone Wars. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, in- for sure. Oh, man. I don't know. Like, he's been better in other things since then. Takers. I, I really like him in Takers. Uh, I'm not talking Hay- Hayden Christensen. I'm just talking like... Right, but Hayden Christensen wasn't very good as Anakin Skywalker. Anakin Skywalker, period. Like, the best portrayal of him is in the cartoons. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I've got my number two. Yeah, what do you... Yeah. But uh, I think we're up against a break here. Oh. So I'm going to tease it and uh, not tell you who it is. Oh, okay. <laughs> when we come back. <laughs> the fact that it exists. Um, I'll drop my number two. These guys will drop their ones as well as I. You're listening to Nerd Thug Radio. So you're going to drop a number two? <laughs> yeah, on the break. I will. Nice. Hashtag talking nerdy to you. Woo. Oh, hey. It's Corey. Corey DLG of Nerd Thug Radio. How are you doing? You can hear our show live every Monday, 1 to 3, on 104.5 and 106.1. They're sister stations. Or you can catch us on IRLoneStar.com. A long time. Sooner or later, gotta cut you down. Sooner or later, gotta cut you down. All right, guys. We're back here with Nerd Thug Radio. Nerd Thug Radio. Ooh-hoo. You got Corey DLG. I took over again. I'm running things now. The Captain Joey Savage. I'm going to let, let him talk every once in a while. Well, I just wanted you to bring us in this time so you can introduce me in my number two. So you want me to pitch it to you? Did you your number yeah, two? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ready? Uh, so, Nico. Swing. Swing. All right, tell me about well, your number two. Before that, you're listening to us on 104.5, 106.1. See, look, he, he didn't mean it. He's, See, third stations. Well, you forgot that part. So he didn't I had, want me to do I had, it. I had to do it. Oh, my gosh. Right, yeah. Now, now go. Oh, now you want me to give it to yeah, you? Yeah, now go to me. Okay. All right, let me give it to you. You're so dumb. I know. All right. Joey. Corey, what's your number two? So my number two is not just one character. Uh-oh. Going oh, to, we got a tie. To, no, it's not a tie. It's actually just it's a... Same uh, character, but twice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go Poe Dameron again. <laughs> now, uh, my number two favorite character 
throughout the Star Wars universe. Kit Fisto. Uh, no, it's not <laughs> a bad one. Uh, just the stormtroopers in general. Just the General Rex. I'm just going to say that the one. Conglom- the He's a pretty good one. But just stormtroopers. Commander Cody. Commander Cody. <laughs> Commander Cody. Yeah, those are all good. I just, uh, I don't him, know, man. Him I- in fives. Swamp guy. <laughs> I just like the stormtroopers. And, like, everything about me shouldn't like the stormtroopers. <laughs> They're so great. I don't know well, why like, I wouldn't like them. I've never been, like, okay, thank you, military, for everything you do. But even growing up, I was never one of those guys that just felt the need to be in the military. I mean, that's what these guys are. They're just... They're born for it. They're born for it. Right. Or the newer ones are, like, stolen from their families and, and made into... That is so depressing, <laughs> yeah. by the way. Yeah. But, um... Like we ran, there's, we there's ran out of clones, so yeah. we stole children. Has there ever been a more obvious, we're the bad guys, than right. stealing children and right. brainwashing them? They're, but, they're, uh, they are the space Nazis. And, and, yeah, and I, I don't know what to put my finger on it, but I just... I like the stormtroopers, man. Like, Do you think it's they're so bad at their job that it's lovable? Maybe they so. Are, they are yeah, not they really are. good at their job. They, yeah, it really is. It By just, the way, if you're cloning bread perfectly for war, you should be a lot more accurate with a blaster. Right. So when you see, like, the memes they make about them and just, like, different <laughs> things. And... There's one where there's these stormtrooper and he's standing over a urinal and he's still missing. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're terrible aimers. I just, I don't know, man. I, I really dig the stormtroopers. Like, I, I feel like. I can get behind that. I'm more likely, like, my only Star Wars tattoo that I will get here re- shortly will be like a stormtrooper head, just like the mask. I like the variations of the armors, too. Yeah, me too. That That's one thing. It almost reminds me of, like, I like villains. So, like, G.I. Joe with Cobra. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like, yeah, yeah. I like Cobra, like, the, the different, like, uniforms, like, the Cobra kind of stuff go through. And then same thing with the stormtroopers. So. Well, and with Cobra, like, every version gets its own little line of troops. Right, like right. Sand vipers and pit vipers yeah. and, like... So, so the different the different stormtroopers is kind of interesting because they all have different like armor sets and stuff. Right. But what's what's always so funny? I did, like I didn't really know about this until I really looked into it. But like the stormtrooper armor is like made specifically so if you take a blaster, you don't just die instantly. You the thing absorbs all the thing, but it usually knocks you unconscious because it's just a massive impact. Okay, so most of the times they don't actually die. What about when a blind guy with a kendo stick? Hits you over the head. Yeah. yeah, those guys get stabbed in the face and they die. Yeah. Well, no, here's the rough. thing. Like, he's literally fighting them with a kendo stick. So it's just, it's bamboo. And he still beats, like, ten of them in a pile. Yeah, that's accurate. Rogue oh, One. Science. Rogue, Rogue One. Science. science. He's a blind guy with a kendo stick and he beats up ten the people wearing blaster armor. Force kendo the science stick. of the kendo stick. <laughs> a force kendo stick. Yeah, that's what it is. All right, so it's before like a we... a wrestling chair. I know, right? Before we get into any more kendo stick talk, uh, let's get to our number ones. Nico, your favorite Star Wars character? General Grievous. General Grievous. So yeah, I've always like liked I've always liked General Grievous. Yeah, I, I read his origin fan. story, and uh, he was it, his origin story is so cool. So he's a he's a. He comes when did from you a, read said origin story? It uh, must have been a couple months ago. Is it canon? Uh, it was in I, I think it was before the. Uh, so, not even, so not anymore. Not even real. Not, not even real. Go Doesn't ahead. even go ahead. Count. Go ahead. Give it to us. Um. So the origin story here is that he was, lives on this. Uh, the, they're basically like this. Uh, this tribe-like society, and he's the one, like, ace warrior guy going out and hunting everything. And the uh, the Jedi show up at one point to, like, protect them. Protect them. Uh-huh. But, um... Why does protected finger quotes? They're the good guys. They're supposed to be the good guys, but I, I forget exactly what they did. They they damaged something in, like, their little homeworld, so they'll, like, die. Oh. Most of them die. Oh. So General Grievous hates the Jedi for, like, ever. And then the Sith show up, and they're like, hey, we see you, uh... We see we hate the Jedi, so they sabotage General Grievous and blow him up, so they have to save him. And they're like, oh, look, we saved you. Now join us. So they gave him his cyborg body. Man, like, that's really elaborate. Like, we're going to blow you up so we can put robot parts on you so that you can work for right. us. Exactly. 
like, do they ever just consider like giving him like a Pell grant and just hiring him? Like, I mean, do they really got to blow him up? We need to see if this works in case Anakin falls in lava. <laughs> yeah, it was just the setup to get the best Jedi. There you ever. go. Let's there you see go. how this works. It worked for Grievous, so. Yeah, that's true. Put it on Anakin. And he was a—he uh, he <laughs> was, was quite the. <laughs> I'm just thinking, you know. He—he he was quite the a Jedi assassin, murdering all the Jedi. Well, yeah, because it's kind of hard to fight a guy who can do like a whirly bird with like the lightsabers. <laughs> the whirly bird. You know the good old fashioned whirly bird. Right, because he had like the helicopter hands thing. Yeah, he could spin them as much as he wanted. That sounds like a rap video song. The whirly bird. Do the whirly bird. Do the whirly bird. You know, right now Savage Twenty Five is making that song. Also in the Clone Wars animated, a lot of references Clone Wars. Um, he had, he fought amazing. All the fight scenes yeah, in his were awesome. awesome. Yeah. You know what I love? There's a lot you can do with that type of character. Well, and him and Obi-Wan have this great rivalry through the series because every time they wind up meeting, like, they're trying to fight to the death and all this other stuff keeps happening around him and separating the two of them. And mm-hmm. who wins that fight in the end? Well, neither one of them. Well, Obi-Wan. No. Well, does he? No. Yeah, in three he does. Oh, in three. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Right. Tears off his chest piece and blows him up. Yeah. <laughs> pretty, pretty savage. You know what that makes me think about? Have you seen The Accountant yet? Uh-uh. So, you know, it's Ben Affleck. And right. He's like, the, the premise, he's like an autistic sort of, but okay. he's learned how to channel that into hurting people. Oh, very nice. And also using numbers. He's like a forensic accountant for criminals. So it's like a cross between like Rain Man and Dexter. Yes. So he's like a forensic accountant for criminals. And whenever he gets betrayed, if he can't get revenge on himself, he turns them over to the FBI. Nice. nice. So he's in this fight with the special forces guy, and he's actually kind of losing this guy's pretty good. He doesn't know what to do, and there's a grenade on the guy's belt. So he takes it. Pulls the pin and shoves it in the guy's uh, bulletproof vest, and then pulls him close so that it goes off against that guy's chest. Oh, that's dirty. <laughs> it's like Ben Affleck is awesome in that movie. You got to check it out. So he just plays Batman without the suit. Uh, no, he evil plays, Batman without the suit. He plays like Deathstroke without the suit. So Thomas Wayne. Yeah, no, <laughs> even more like Death, like Deathstroke. It's Deathstroke without the suit. It's pretty cool. Back to Star Wars. Yeah, no, uh, whatever. Corey DLG, what's your? Uh, Favorite Star Wars character? Uh, my favorite Star Wars character, and it's, it's such a stupid reason. Darth Maul. R2-D2. Yeah, no, the thing, man. Go for it. So here's my thing about R2-D2. I like to imagine he has the foulest mouth of the whole group because everyone talks so polite. You know there's going to be one guy who's like, F this, and what are you talking about? And that beak can suck my... And I think it's R2-D2. And I think that's why he's whistling the whole show. And every time he goes somewhere, like, and they're getting into it, I don't think he's saying, like, hey, Anakin, we're running low on fuel. I think he's like... Yo, mother, we got to get the... And he's, he's like, like, yeah, yeah, we're low on fuel. I got it, I he's got like, it. He's like ghetto droid. Yeah. In my mind, the reason they made him beep is because he said, like, he's like the Andrew Dice Clay of Star Wars. So, like, C-3PO and R2-D2, are they the only two characters that are in every single Star Wars episode? Um, One, two, three, four, five, six, and now seven? Yep. I believe so. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, so far. That's crazy to think about. Two droids. One's really dumb, and yeah. has a red arm. Like, how is he surviving? They did a whole backstory on how he got his arm. Yeah, they released it in a comic, and I could not be less interested. Right. <laughs> it was, it was, it's like, it's like CP3O gets a bunch of rando droids, and they go on an adventure together. Yeah. And they all die. So, like, I had my, my comic <laughs> subscription, you know, comic box, mm-hmm. um, and I was subscribing to the Star Wars, a couple different episodes, or issues, I should say. And so I go one time, and they have that first issue in there. I'm like, I didn't, I didn't ask for this. Well, yeah, but... We, we thought you might you might like it. I'm like, you just want to pawn this off because no one else is buying it. Like, <laughs> Nobody that, else. No take, one else wants yeah. CP3 on the Rando Droid. Take right. that out of my comic <laughs> right. box right now, sir. And in Clone Wars, they do a great episode where there's a couple of droids that are working together. And they're given a mission, and then the the rebels' smallest general, the little frog guy, yeah. is oh, I love it. the frog guy, and he's riding one of the like he's inside one of the droids, and they That's go on the special forces mission. So he's like crank. 
sort of. And they do this like special forces droids sneak mission on this. I'm like R two D two is the hero, but I, in my head he's cursing the whole time. <laughs> he's like, I don't want to effing do this. We're all gonna effing die. He, he, he and it's like, I got it, dude. Don't yeah. worry. <laughs> I just imagine he's uh, he's Cotton from uh, King of the Hill. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> It's a good analogy, just right? Like really brutally yeah. awful. Yeah. yeah. All right. So my my fa- to round this out here. My my favorite Star Wars character, Darth Maul, of all time. Now, Anakin Skywalker is uh, Obi Wan Kenobi. All right, that's a good one. Yeah. No. Specifically, okay. his portrayal in episodes one, two, and three. Yeah. He is probably the brightest spot besides Qui Gon Jinn, who didn't get much play. Yeah. Or um, Qui Gon Jinn. But no, like when you look at that that character progression, episode one, two, and three, like. He is the epitome of what a Jedi is. Yeah. Like, everything he does is, like, pure and has... Like he's trying to be a hero. He's he's trying to fulfill the legitimate Jedi life. Also, to his credit, I saw his reaction when he was told live that the name of the second movie was The Clone Wars. Yeah. And he dies laughing. Like, like he's on a red carpet somewhere, and yeah. it had just been announced that day. Yeah. He's getting ready for a red carpet party, and he doesn't care. Right. And so someone's like, hey... Ewan, you know, you're about to go back and film another Star Wars? He's like, yeah, yeah, I think we leave in a couple of weeks, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, hey, um, have you heard the title yet? And he goes, oh, no, no, they released the title. And he goes, yeah. And he goes, oh, no, what is it? And he goes, it's called The Clone Wars. And he laughs, like, for 30 seconds. Yeah. And then he was like, I, I, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And I like, know. he has to pull himself together. <laughs> but, yeah, that's how we found out that they were going to call it The Clone Wars. Yeah. But his portrayal and the way they wrote that character, like I said, he's the epitome of what a Jedi should be. Like, Obi-Wan is the face of Jedi-ism. I just created that word right you there. You did, you did. Jediism. Um, but everything the Jedi are, are, are taught and they're supposed to be, that's Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah. Like, that's what they all should and be And they like. kind of reference him a little bit in Rogue One. Right. Uh, they kind of talk about, yeah, we got to get this to your friend. Do you think he'll still help us? Which is uh, Obi-Wan. Towards the end, which is yeah. Obi-Wan. Um, Good old Ben Kenobi. Kind of on the topic of Rogue One, as we, I know we got like a minute here. Yeah. Have you heard the uh, the backlash? So they did this cameo. Remember the two guys that meet... Luke Skywalker and Obi-Wan at the bar in Tatooine who yes. try and start the yes, fight, yes, the yes, walrus yes, face yes. guy and the guy missing the eye right. or whatever is problem with his face. Well, if you remember, when they meet him there in Rogue One, spoiler alert, that planet blows up because of the Death Star. Well, they could have got off planet That's what I'm saying. Like, oh, they've only, like, you see them and then, like, 15 minutes later, the planet blows yeah, up. Yeah, they could have gotten off or something. I mean, off. So everyone's very <laughs> Check ups- the tape. Everyone's very upset. They're, they're like, uh, It was that. And the other thing is they were, why was Princess now. Leia on a... On a battleship right which i mean it's, it was the only battleship that the rebellion had it was more of a uh, a big deal at the time than getting to uh tattooing right so that's why she was there come on guys <sighs> quit nitpicking come on guys uh we'll, we're gonna jump out here real quick we'll come back we get to the nico segment so go ahead Uh-oh. and go to the bathroom yeah. in the next 12 minutes you need to take a break or turn the radio off or you know nerd. now is the time to go to the drive-thru nerd thug radio hashtag talking nerdy to you Hey, this is Joey Savage from Nerd Thug Radio. Catch us every Monday from 1 to 3 on 104.5, 106.1, and worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. You can run on for a long time. Run on for a long time. Run on for a long time. Nerd Thug Radio cut you down no, that, no that's how it goes we're right not, we're not gonna we're not gonna do that uh, this is the captain joey savage Corey dlg nico dlg you're listening to nerd thug radio on conroe's fm 104.5 106.1 siesta stations uh, worldwide at irlonestar.com uh catch us nerd everything happens there man 
there at facebook.com backslash nerd thug radio that's right join in on our conversations drop us a line say hi tell Corey to take his shirt off whatever you want say it on the facebook page i'll totally do it yeah totally do it so i'm really glad we're playing an actually good country song this week we talking Um, about we played my love is deeper than the river we're not doing this we got the whipper wheel. Did that work? That worked. The whipper wheel. The randos. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't remember the middle. I was trying to think of it when he said we're not going to do this. Then I was like, you guys uh. definitely took the thug out of the show. So little Johnny Cash brings the thug back. Rick Rubin, Johnny Cash. Rick Rubin, Johnny Cash, and Joey Johnny Savage Cash. bringing the thug to the nerves. Ricky Rubin. Nico, who's Ricky Rubin? I have no idea. Ricky Rubio? Rick Rubin. He just, do you know who Rick Rubio is? No. Okay. Okay. Well, I know nothing. This Nico, is, this who, is true. who is George Clooney? No idea. No, I actually don't know who that is. Well, I believe he was on six seasons of ER. <laughs> yes, he was. It's crazy. You don't even you don't even think about that when you say George Clooney sometimes. I mean, I do because he was dreamy. Dreaming. Him and the girl. Uh, him and the woman from The Good Wife. They had a great just on screen chemistry. All and then right, he showed up on? that last minute cameo at the end when she leaves the hospital. Man, I didn't watch that show. She went to. You were really invested in that. The she only, went to him. The only doctor shows that I ever watched and enjoyed was uh, House. So ER had this great formula because it was about an emergency room. It wasn't. It wasn't about like they could rotate people, mm-hmm. so people would come and go. So like George Clooney when he was on the show, he was on there for like three or four years, and then he went on to movies. But when he was on the show, he had this like they had this really great romance between him and this one lady doctor, and she stays for like ten years. And so when she leaves, her last scene, like she gets a phone call and you don't know who it is, and she's like, oh man, and then all of a sudden like at the end of the episode she gets off of a plane and she goes out to the country and there's George Clooney in his little cabin in the woods and the two of them run off together in the woods, you know, and you're like, oh, they, you know, 10 years later. Oh. I don't know what that had to do with the setup they had. What are you talking about? I don't know. I lost talking about George Clooney in ER. <laughs> he, was, he was making attention. I love <laughs> ER. Also, as so I better. said, very invested. Also, they had a doctor who developed an issue with his hands where he couldn't feel anymore and they kept doing these things that weren't supposed to be funny, but they were, like where he hurt his hands. So he couldn't be a surgeon anymore because he couldn't feel his hands. Yeah, but like he kept. Is that Doctor to... Strange? No, no, no. Well, this was, sort of. This was Doctor Strange. He, yeah, but, yeah. Th- we're not talking it. about the Doctor Strange movie. No, we're so talking had, about ER. So he had like the nerve condition, right? And like they kept doing funny stuff. Like one time, his hand got caught in a hospital bed, mm-hmm. like where they clamped down, so like stitches and like broken broken bones and stuff. Well, he goes, he doesn't know it's trapped, and he goes to walk away, and he's pinned by the bed, <laughs> and it takes him like a minute to realize. And when they show the hand trapped in the bed, like I laughed. Because it was just a funny bit, like, like it's <laughs> like, not. He funny. can't feel his hands. Yeah. So anyway, ER, you know, here we get a moment. It's, I don't know. Is that on like anything Hulu or anything? Anybody? No, I have no idea. Although February thirteenth to Hulu, they are having every single episode of Golden Girls available if you are into that kind hey. of stuff. Nico, finally catch up on my Golden Girls. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Shameless plug. To All right, Hulu. Nico, we um we've killed enough time. <laughs> <laughs> You've got five minutes. You've got five minutes left. Go All right, Nico, what segment have we got going on this week? Yeah. So I've been a, I've been I've been in the college writing class for a little while now, a couple of weeks. Okay. All right. What you've been writing? I've been I haven't been writing much. Haikus? No. Gay porn. Yeah, that's it. That's the one. I knew it. Poems? No. Short stories? No. TV shows? I'm doing a a paper on rewriting fairy tales. So you're rewriting fairy tales. You're writing a paper on how to rewrite fairy tales. No, it's it's a it's a rewrite on a fairy tale, but it's like same message, and it's based on like the old G ones where everything's sad and everyone dies. So you have to write your own fairy tale. Yeah, based like like with the same morals as so. One of the other so ones. it's the brothers DLG instead of brothers Grimm. Is that what's happening? North yeah. and South brothers. North and South <laughs> brothers. North and South brothers. <laughs> Shout out to D Force. Yeah. So what what are you writing about? Uh, I'm trying to figure out what I really want to do. I don't know. I don't know. But I, I, don't, but I have but no it's idea. Due next week. 
Yeah, it yeah, is but next it's week. Started. It's due Tuesday. <laughs> it needs to be 12 pages. And I just it's not five. started. <laughs> it's five. It's due Tuesday, though? Yeah. I've just uh-huh. not started. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know what I'm really good at? Writing emails. Is there a class on that I could teach? Yeah, you actually do pretty good emails. Thanks. You know what I'm great at? Everything. Writing. No. Everything. DLG is our uh, is our is, is the the writer of here. I'm good at poems and emails. You're good at short stories, comics, novellas. Yeah, no, that's accurate. And Nico yeah. is good at procrastinating. At, that's yeah. accurate. I mean, he, he's you're taking a college writing class. You're not even good at texting. <laughs> <laughs> you're not even good at yeah. texting back. Yeah, you might want to start with the college texting back <laughs> yeah. class and work your Getting way up that to class. writing. Get in that class. <laughs> I'm ready. I reply uh, every like 172 messages. That's <laughs> I feel like, like it's pretty good. I feel like if we all went home and we all wrote our own fairy tale, we'd all be done before Nico. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that's not wrong. <laughs> I feel like Tuesday morning, someone's waking up at five in the morning to do the last two pages. Oh no, I have to finish the paper. I have no conclusion. Why is he speedy Gonzalez? I don't understand. Because he's talking to Spanish. You should write it all in Spanish. The Spanish. The Spanish. First, he'd have to Spanish. learn Spanish. <laughs> he knows some Spanish. You could get a boiler to write Could it you? for you. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Hola. Never right. write something about the bruja. You should like re- definitely make um, uh, a Mexican heritage type. Like you should take the fairy tale yeah, and make man. it Mexican, like the sombrero and the whoa. guacamole. Whoa, you know, whoa. The tale of the sombrero. There it is, right there. That's the one. That's the, the one tale one. of the sombrero. I, like, I'm offended for you. <laughs> like, like it floats I'm in the air. So disgusted. Why? Because a sombrero. Like we just said, that... Mexican heritage. Right. So because why it's a go... joke. He wasn't actually racist. Right. Why is there's, two, there's, there's a separation between those two. I, you separation know what, of church and state. I don't want to be a part of that. Yeah. I'm not. Poor, you, poor DLG takes no part in this hate crime. Would you rather me used a rat or a mouse? Like what? Why are a rat and a mouse Mexican? I mean. What else? Did you did you watch Speedy Gonzalez? Yeah, okay, Speedy was a mouse. <laughs> do you want him to do like Day of the Dead? Because everyone does that. That would be cool. Yeah, just do the Book of Life. Boom, done. Yeah, the Book of Life was a good movie. Man, did you see that Intel commercial where the two of them, those two people, yeah. say they made the Book of? Is that true? Yeah, yeah. You... They wrote they wrote the original story. They pitched it to uh, I think what say. But they also said they spent like four years animating it or something. Yeah, it takes a long time. Yeah. Okay, those but animations that... are crazy, bro. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, did they really do that? Is mm-hmm. that accurate? Yeah. So did they do the whole movie? I don't. I don't think they did the whole movie because that's way too much work. Right. But they did. I'm pretty sure they probably did dare designs and they did, did do a like lot a five minute short and took it somewhere or something. Maybe so. so. That's how God, a lot of TV is... shows start. Right. That's crazy. Well, so, anyway, think of the original, uh, the first Cars, the best Pixar movie took don't, like don't five years think about to make. That. Think about, go back to Wait, like, hang on, hang on. We gotta stay on Cars for a second. Okay. I uh, I read this the other day. So the record truck is a World War II veteran. Tomater? Think about that. He's a World War II veteran. In the car world? In the car world. <laughs> so that means... What do Nazi cars look like? That means there's a car Hitler. <laughs> Which also means there was a car holocaust and a car Mussolini and a car Mussolini and a car Stalin. So somewhere there were six million cars that went to car camp, and there was a car D Day and a car D Day, and there was a Carl Pearl Harbor. Right, Carl Harbor, Carl Harbor. <laughs> <laughs> Would you think about that? Now I just want to write a story. <laughs> this is where my World comic, War II, but with cars. This right. is where my comic inspiration comes from. These was, stupid ideas. He was a veteran of World War Two. Does that not just blow World. your mind? If I had the money, so that means Kevin, the age difference between him and McQueen is like significant. Right, right. That also means cars are semi-immortal. Yeah, yeah I mean, car life's different. 
That's right? true. Like, yeah, car yeah, I thought matter. they were. I thought they would go out every three thousand miles. <laughs> <laughs> That's not how they're built. <laughs> car lives matter. He's, car lives matter. He's right? from the forties. He's good. Like, That's right. Good old American well, ingenuity. I mean, what's yeah. the other guy though? The Hornet, the green Hornet car, or whatever it is. I don't know. He's pretty old too. Doc or whatever. Yeah, Doc. Right. Yeah. He was probably a doctor in World War Two. Yeah. He's probably in friends. World War Two. He uh, just took better care of himself. If I had the money Kevin Smith had, like this would be my tusk right now. <laughs> So you would make the cars roll over? Yeah, this would be my tusk. What? Okay, okay. If if you could pick a car to be Hitler, and we're just spitballing here, <laughs> okay. what what kind of car would you pick to be Hitler? Mercedes-Benz. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it would have to be okay. a Mercedes-Benz. Okay. Technically, I think a BMW was actually a German Oh, brand. that, that yeah. yeah. A Volvo? Yeah. A Volvo. You, you think it's the safest vehicle out there, <laughs> but it's not. But it was Hitler the whole time. <laughs> it's, safe, it's safe if you follow his directions. This has been my favorite Nico segment ever. <laughs> Oh man, this is a great one. I read that a, long, a while back on the Wikipedia page of cars because I don't know what cars. That can't about. be accurate. That yeah, he's a World War II veteran. Well, they're about to release a third cars. I mean. yeah, I did you see that like super like trying to be edgy trailer? Yeah, like, yeah. it's super dramatic. <laughs> yeah, it's actually just the plot though from Talladega Nights. Yeah, that's all it is. <laughs> if you think about it, <laughs> it it's really is. accurate. It's the plot of Talladega no, Nights. That, that's one hundred percent accurate. Say you like Talladega. crepes. <laughs> Talladega Nights, the cars. What are the they're really ten pages. I really like the pancakes, but I'm not gonna say it. Yeah. Oh, those are delicious. Just say so you like them. No. <laughs> man, I, I like that movie. Car Hitler. <laughs> Car Hitler. Hitler. Oh, man. That's f- <laughs> Oh, my God. That's, that's, I can just see Pearl Harbor now. There's like a bunch of like Kias just <laughs> <laughs> like Hondas and stuff. It's a bunch of like convertibles because it's the beach. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Suzuki's and stuff like Isuzu's. <laughs> Toyota's. <laughs> Flying in and popping everything. This is what Dirt Duck Radio is. But isn't right there here. an airplanes cartoon too? Yeah, yeah there's, there's are the they in the same universe. No. Yeah, are they? Yeah, I don't think so. Are they? There, there's like other no. vehicles huh? in the Cars universe. Yeah, what? planes. It's set in the same universe, but it doesn't cross over with any of the Cars people. So well, yeah, because he's like a fire plane. So, yeah. but, so, but like in so, the war, so there'd be like a B. There's like a B twenty two guy that just hangs out. So, right, right. so then, do the Cars pilot the planes? <laughs> no, I think the Cars themselves. are inside the planes that are sentient. Oh my god! <laughs> no, the planes pilot so the, themselves. So there's a B twenty two guy just hanging out in an airfield somewhere. So then who? No, it's it's a lot better if we just don't do the planes and it's literally Toyotas like driving cars. Pearl Harbor. Like a, like a car behind. Oh, like, that means that means that kamikaze pilots are literally suicide planes. Like no, 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 no. the planes yeah. themselves to kill planes themselves. Kill themselves. <laughs> like uh, I can just imagine like into <laughs> are there sentient boats storming the Normandy? This is beach? so much. There's so much technology. Yeah. Like just storming the Normandy beach. Like you just see like the thing fall down. And like American jeeps getting gunned down. Doom, doom, right. doom, 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 doom. Saving Private Ryan, but Transformers. Right. <laughs> Not even. Oh. They don't even have. <laughs> Man. Screw on machine guns. <laughs> we're way ahead of our time. <laughs> or we're idiots. <laughs> Probably both. Well, they're the ones that created a World War II in Cars universe. I, like, and I and I don't think they thought it. Like, they was like, you know, he'd be reliable and you could trust him. He's a veteran, right? But but then when you really write that down and say it out loud, <laughs> like that implies so much about the world. Like, oh, we never thought of it that way. Car genocide, <laughs> dude. So what if it was like a brand, like a specific car brand? That That's what got, I'm saying. Like, like just got obliterated. Yeah. Like they were like Saturns, <laughs> yeah, because yeah, they're not around anymore. Yeah, yeah like, apparently Saturns. This is what happened to Saturn. Yeah. Oh man. No, I'm going to I'm gonna have to tweet that out here so shortly. Oh. Uh, we're going to take a break real quick and recover from... Uh, Car Hitler. Car Hitler. <laughs> the Mercedes Benz. This show has uh, gone off the it's rails. The uh, we get back, we're going to wrap things up in our last segment. You're listening to Nerd Thug Radio. Hashtag Talking Nerdy too. Gotta cut you down. Gotta cut you down. 
Yeah, hey, hi. Uh, this is Ernie Hudson, and I got to just give up great respect for Nerd Thug Radio and great respect for you guys for tuning in and listening. For a long time, run on for a long time. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. You're now listening to Nerd Thug Radio, or actually you have been for the last two hours almost. Yeah. And if you don't like it, I got two words for you. Oh, no, we can't say that, can we? No, I'm, oh. can't. I got oh. two words for you. Facebook, Nerd Thug Radio. <laughs> it's like five <laughs> words. Those yeah, are alternate you know. facts. Those are alternate facts. There you go. There you Bada go. boom. Real skies in the room. Got it. <laughs> uh, I'm the Captain Joey Savage. Corey DLG. Nico DLG. And we're going to wrap the show up with this segment here. We're going to start off with something uh, DLG, me and you discussed earlier this week. In private. In private. Secretly. Behind closed doors. Amongst and, ourselves. I don't even know. At the meeting table of Nerd Thug Radio. Without the presence of Nico. Just so, this is new to me, too. DC, DC movies have, not for better great. or worse, not, sucked. Not been great. Yeah, I mean, a, I've... I've enjoyed them, but I'm, I'm they're different. entertaining, but not good. Right, there right. You go, there, there you go. go. That's the right there way to say it. Nico, what happened to you? Yeah, like, man, you're on fire you're today. You're on fire today, bro. That means yeah. he's making ten mistakes next week. Yeah, you and I both yeah. know it. Nope. Um, it's all, so, anyways, it's all downhill from here. <laughs> there is a shining bright star in the near future for DC. Yes, Starman. Yes, there is. His name is uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Uh, Do you know Dwayne Johnson looks just like his cousin The Rock? <laughs> so weird. <laughs> so weird. Who looks just like his cousin Tamina? I mean, not Tamina. Uh, Nia Jax. So weird. They look, look the same. Nia Jax is a scary lady. She looks just like The Rock. By the way, my mom thinks she can take Nia Jax. Yeah. <laughs> she was, I had wrestling on the other night. Midlife and she crisis. Was, she was literally like, she's not even scary. And I was like, Mom, she's like six foot something. What are you talking about? She's like, I can take her. I was oh, like, okay. okay. You mean <laughs> you're going to talk trash and then hide behind Frank? Right. Because she literally scoop slammed a lady. Nia Jax, not my mom. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no. So Dwayne, The Rock Johnson. Okay. Um, Signed on for some DC films a while back. And he had long been rumored to be the perfect guy to be this character. Right, which is? The Black Adam. The Black Adam. Who That's is a, not racist He's a at Captain all. Marvel Shazam villain. Right. And so the idea behind the Shazam movie is he was just going to be the villain of this movie. Right. Because uh, if you don't know, he looks exactly, exactly. like Black Adam. He yeah. looks like him. The shaved head version. Yes. Yes. Um. But it just came out this week, The Rock said, now that they're going to split that movie into two. It's mm-hmm. actually going to be a Black Adam origin movie. Right. Mm. So he'll now be in two DC movies. And if you've been living under a rock for the last eight years, anything The Rock touches is pure gold. Awesome. Like, everything he does is If successful. you've been living under a rock. You like that? <laughs> it's if you've just been living been, under the rock. <laughs> it's been successful. Like, really super has. successful. Really like, everything. He wisely is picking... He's getting good advice from whoever's helping him. Right. He's picking good movies. He is. Well, Baywatch hasn't come out yet, so I don't know about that but one. But that one looks really funny. Right, which it could be. Uh, that one, It looks like it's like a 21 Jump Street relaunch, yes. not like right. a... No, yeah, definitely. It, definitely, looks, definitely. it looks funny. Just don't do a second one. Well, I mean, you know. Baywatch 2, already announced. Don't do that. Just depends on how small them bands no, but so I mean, You know what I'm saying, ladies? You and apparently, saying? apparently he's read some of the stuff, and then he's actually seen some of the stuff of the other movies that are coming out, and he's, he's, he's behind the new style they're going... Cause they, they changed it up. Uh, we talked about this several episodes ago. They've kind of changed up leadership a little bit. They're going to do some different things with the future movies. Right. They want to lighten the tone a little bit because they felt like Batman Superman was too dark. And that it, was pretty dark. But, Did you see uh, the color palette? Yeah, very much so. And he's excited about it. And, I mean, if history tells us, whatever The Rock does, does great. So maybe this is something positive for DC movies in the future. Well, this is a smart decision for two reasons. 
The first one being that The Rock a. is a box office draw. B. The Rock The Rock can bring in the gold. Yes, he can. The other reason is if you're going to use somebody like The Rock and cast him in what is essentially a villain role, you need to make it somebody that people that, that people can still care about and get behind. Right. And the Black Adam has a really tragic backstory. His origin is is sad. It's 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 a sad origin. He was supposed to be a protector of this Egyptian uh, area. And uh, if you don't know, Billy Batson is Shazam Captain Marvel, and he gets his power by saying the word Shazam, and it's an anagram for a bunch of old uh, elder gods, like the Greek gods, like the right, strength right, of Hercules, right, right. the wisdom of Solomon, characters like that. So Black Adam is the old version of that. And so his powers came from Egyptian gods. Um, and so he's supposed to be protecting this area. He goes off on a quest for the Egyptian gods, and when he comes back, his family's been murdered. And so he feels betrayed by the Egyptian gods that they didn't protect his family for him while he went on this quest for them. Right. So he then turns against them and he refuses to say the word to change back. And he just takes over this whole country that used to be called Kondok. So he's now this evil ruler. He rules for like 100 years. Then eventually, the comic books are convoluted, but eventually a version of Hawkman, Hawkgirl, and Dr. Fate turn against him and defeat him. Uh, But there was a time when the four of them are all allies. So Black Adam starts as a hero. Tragedy occurs. The other heroes have to put him down. So now you've got this kind of believable, when he, sh- when he shows back up in modern times, you feel bad for him, so you can kind of root for him, which is how The Rock best works. You can't, you can't root against The Rock. Even no, in the Scorpion, King, the Scorpion King movie, you right. like The Rock, and then when he fights Brandon Frazier, you're just scared of him. Right. And so that's what they're going to do here. So it's going to be great because more than likely you would think they'll go Black Adam movie first. Right. So you can tell that story, origin story. You can and tell then, the story, and then they will care about him when he goes. You'll care about him, and then you'll see him like kind of turn where his evil turn probably comes at the end. Yeah. Flash forward to the Shazam movie where now he is evil, but you've already got that emotional tie to him. And you also got to remember he's, he's not going to be evil per se. Right. He's just now going to be in modern times, and he's going to see a rival. He's going to see somebody else the gods have embraced, and he knows what can happen if the gods don't get their way. Yes. So it's almost he's going to be. I mean, yes the. The protagonist of the movie is Shazam and Captain Marvel, and so the antagonist is Black, Black Adam, Adam. But he's not going to be necessarily a villain in this portrayal. So do you think if we get this movie, are we going to see movie versions? We're getting the movie. Movie versions of Hawkman and Hawkgirl? Absolutely, because you could totally do them in the Egyptian times and never use them again. Right. So you could do you could do The Rock. You can have Dr. Fate, Hawkman, Hawkgirl, and they could tell a whole Egyptian story. And then if you ever want to bring them back, you can do a resurrection, right, right. life-cycling story that they've now created for them and still use them and they even make more sense at that point these are some of the first heroes in the dc universe so now that heroes are showing back up it kind of makes sense that they could come back yeah i mean you have someone like the rock if you need something to to save your uh, movie franchise the rock is the guy that's the biggest guy wasn't he in the past two years the number one yes uh, yes paid two years, male actor two years in a row uh, i think well, i believe two years in a row he's been the highest grossing actor also and he started out in professional wrestling and the tooth fairy we actually started out playing college football for Miami. And That's true. And he tackled a mascot. And his yeah, and his dad was a professional wrestler. His whole family kind of does it, so he has that to That's go true. with. The Usos are his cousins, right? Right. The Usos, Roman Reigns, uh, Junior Seau's family too, right? Uh, I don't know about Junior Seau. I can't remember. Did I just make that up? Yes, I, I thought they were. Did. I thought they were family. But uh, you've got so like Umaga, who's who's deceased now. Yeah, uh, Rikishi. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because Rikishi is the father of the Usos. Is Rikishi alive still? The Wild Samoans. Yeah, okay. he's still around. He's still round. Still round. He's very round. And Nia, <laughs> and, and Nia Jax. That's a fat joke. <laughs> I didn't know Nia Jax was Samoan. I thought she yeah. was Mexican. That's like uh, their cousins. 
It's kind of a letdown. They look the same. We don't have a Hispanic wrestler who doesn't wear Similar, a mask. Similar, not congruent. Do we, is there not one? Right now, I don't think there is. Lucha Libre Underground is super awesome. Man, I do like that, but um, you know, remember when uh, we met the Honky Talk Man? <sighs> And he was kind of a jerk and was yeah. kind of a kind of a pain in the butt. But when he's talking um, at the conference to all the people, yeah, and he says how at the Lucha Libre they film all day, right, right, for those matches. That kind of makes me feel like as incredibly athletic and as incredibly amazing as the stuff is, I sort of wish I could see it live and in, in one take. Maybe it wouldn't be as clean, right, right, but it'd probably be better. No, yeah, one of the lore of wrestling is whenever it's live and you're seeing them do these things like live. Although I saw an article the other day, somebody got really hurt the other day. A WWE wrestler, some sort of like dark in-house event. Was it his elbow? I think so. That would have been uh, Darren Young. He hyperextended his elbow. Ugh. That can't feel great. No, no, and but, it looks uh, bad too. Elbows, elbows, and knees always. Just man, I could just like go off of the honky tonk man right now, but it was his birthday <laughs> over the weekend, so I'll let it slide. You know, what, you know slide. what still always gets is kind of interesting about him. Yeah, is how his kindness towards Hulk Hogan in the very beginning yeah. of his career. Is essentially what makes his career. My biggest okay. My biggest thing with people like him is when you're when you're a part of something that has defined who you are. Embrace it. Embrace it. Like yeah, he, he was kind but, of a jerk about all. But of that, it. but he kind of contradicted himself because someone was uh, at the time the Miz was coming close to breaking his record for being the longest holding Intercontinental Champion. Right. And someone asked him about that. And he's like, Oh no, I don't really keep up with that stuff. Let me tell you about this time I went to Lucha Underground and did some spot for them. It's like, okay, so you don't keep up with the wrestling, right? But you're gonna go on like the something new. Still trying to book your stuff, and then you're gonna run around town like as a WWE legend. Legend, yeah. Right. It's like, yeah. I mean, embrace and, it. And for those who don't, I realize I kind of referenced something that we've talked about before. Uh, in the very beginning, when Hulk Hogan was still, what well, he was still, yeah, they were. Um, he was one of the brothers back then. What was it? No, nah, it was him and um, Brutus the Barber Beefcake, I think. And this is before they picked up. They were like, the, they were like the Hollywood Blondes at the time, I guess. And so they were sleeping on, on Honky Tonk Man's couch and in his living room and borrowing his car to work out and go to small matches. So years later, they bump into each other still on the wrestling circuit. And Honky Tonk Man's career hasn't gone far, probably because he's a jerk. And Hulk Hogan has been. He's become the man. WWE's golden child. Right. So they cross paths, and Hulk Hogan says, hey, man, you need to be wrestling with us. One phone call, I can make it happen. Done. Done. There and Honky Tonk Man owes everything nice that he owns. To Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan. So that's going to wrap it up for uh, this week's episode 42. Oh, yeah. Nerd Thug Radio. Ooh, I do want to get one thing in. Yeah, go ahead real they, quick. We've uh, got a minute and a half. Before I got, I got I, yeah, talk, 30 seconds before I plug all of our stuff. Go. Uh, I got to talk to Overwatch here real quick. They announced the their next event is going to be in honor of the Chinese New Year, which I think is smart. Is it? A lot of, a lot of video gamers. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they uh, released the new skins, and they're all like Asian-y themed. A lot of them look really cool. So if you're playing Overwatch, get it ready. It's coming up here. In another week or so, I think. It's coming soon. Oh, yeah. Thank you for listening to Nerd Thug Radio. Um, as always, I'm the Captain Joey Savage. Core DLG. Nico DLG. Uh, don't forget, check us out, nerdthugradio.com. we got all kinds of goodies up there. Uh, Facebook.com backslash Nerd Thug Radio. You can interact with us on a daily basis. Uh, we're at Twitter. It's at Nerd Thug Radio is the handle. Corey, you have one as well. Corey DLG. Um, I'm at Joey underscore Slapshot for some reason. <laughs> uh, we're about to like step up our Twitter game, so prepare yourself. That's right. Um, and then Instagram, uh, it's joey.savage15. I uh, post lots of good, fun stuff there. A lot um, of people follow me, so you should follow me too. And if you're a hot chick, you know, send me your profile and I'll follow you. I don't really do anything on Instagram. Though. But he's going to because our social media game is getting stepped up, just like Nico's going to have a blog up in the next week. Just talk about your fairy tale stuff. Yeah. Um, that'll be cool. Hey, you're ripping off the Brothers DLG. Yeah.
<laughs> North and South brothers. <laughs> North and South. <laughs> Bite the back. Uh, that's going to do it for us. As always, catch us every Monday from 1 to 3 on Conroe's 104.5, 106.1. Sister Stations. Run on for a long time. Run on for a long time. Thanks for checking out this production on Old Star Community Radio, Montgomery County's radio station. For more information on this show and other shows on Lone Star, check us out online at IRLoneStar.com. If you're interested in sponsoring a program on Lone Star Community Radio and reaching the local audience of Montgomery County on FM, Internet, and TV media, please call 936-647-5747 or contact us online at IRLoneStar.com. This recording is a Lone Star Community Radio production. Produced by the show host and Dick Schistler of Lone Star Community Radio. Interested in volunteering as a music DJ or starting your own talk show? Yeah, contact Dick Schistler at dick at irlonestar.com or by phone at 936-647-5747.